2: The Russian government sought to approach the Trump campaign to see whether they would be interested in damaging information about Hillary Clinton. The response that the president's son gave to the Russians was that he would love it. I didn't know what anything was. turns out it was nothing. We're now beyond obstruction of justice in terms of what's being investigated. I, I think, it, like I said, in retrospect, I probably would have done things a little differently.
3: This is moving into perjury, false statements, uh, and even a potentially treason.
1: You are fake news. Very fake news.
0: Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. Terrific show. Tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You know, so good we can run right up against Game of Thrones and not even give a shit. <laughs> That's how good this show is. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen, flanked on my right as always, by my wonderful co-host Rebecca Blonde. Welcome. Hello. And hey, just the two of us this week, you say?
4: Yeah, Dave Cullen messaged me this morning saying that he's sick and that we need to reschedule. So no Computing Forever interview. My apologies, audience. Bummer.
0: But we do look forward to talking to Dave. So um, I'm not going to make any ghost jokes tonight. I'm not throwing anyone under the bus. I do look forward to talking to Dave. Um, And I hope we can get him next week or one of the coming weeks. So look forward to that. What are you laughing at is the chat
4: oh everybody in the live chat's like oh, game of thrones is on see ya i didn't know that
0: yeah well yeah <laughs> if you're in the chat what is it i assume there's probably like two people watching this right now
4: i don't know i i never look it makes me nervous
0: in any case we will carry on without dave and we will hope that he will grace us in one of the coming weeks uh and i i look forward to that if he decides yeah? to but the news goes on hey new news big news this week did you hear <laughs> Maybe Russia tried to meddle in the 2016 election. Hot off the presses. (sighs) Donald Trump Jr. once met with some chick from Russia for like 20 minutes and then nothing happened. This is it. The smoking gun. (laughs) This is the collusion. This is the corruption. This is perjury. This is treason, as we heard Tim Kaine say.
4: Finally cracked the case, Tim Kaine.
0: They they finally cracked the case, or did they? Um, You know, I I went through all the details on this and assembled it for the show, and by the end I'm like, this is... I shouldn't have assembled all the information on this because this leads to the status quo. And then I felt like an idiot for actually going through all the details. But I went through all the details. You went through all the details. So, damn it, our audience is going to go through the details <laughs> too because I'm not losing out on those hours <laughs> that I put into it. No, we will sort out the timeline of events, what they had to say, on, uh, what the involved parties had to say in their media appearances, and then decide what the proper interpretation is. I've already kind of led to what I, my interpretation of this is. Right. But there are competing interpretations. We'll go through them. Uh, Black Lives Matter leader, DeRay McKesson, he thinks the new Planet of the Apes movie is a shot at him. <laughs> and I, I saw that movie on Friday night. It was all right. But I didn't I didn't see any DeRay shots in it. Even Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg thinks this is a pile of crap. And if you've lost Whoopi Goldberg, that's not a good sign.
4: No, indeed.
0: So, yeah, so we'll talk about that. Do you remember that? antifa gym in chicago that we looked at a few weeks ago
4: how could i forget that
0: yes so it was uh it's called the haymaker collective and they sent a hijabed representative (laughs) onto tucker carlson this week to explain more about the antifa gym in chicago and uh it's definitely an interview worth watching so we'll go through that it seems we can't go a week anymore without youtube promoting some type of repellent degeneracy on us. And uh, so we had, what did we have previously? We had the LGBT propaganda and the refugee propaganda on YouTube spotlight. Now it's YouTube in the trending list is this video of parents (sighs) teaching their children about masturbation for your entertainment. A lot of people covered it this week. I did get a lot of, People sending me that for surprise cringe, and I—well, it fits the bill. Don't get me wrong; it fits the bill. It was everywhere, so there's no surprise.
4: I know, but I did only watch Dave Collins' video about that, and so I have not, as it, as requested by you, I have not seen the footage. So, so
0: it's partial, kind of partial half surprise, surprise cringe. cringe. But, but the good I know news the is, premise. And good news is, I got an additional backup piece of surprise cringe that you nice. i don't think you've seen yet. Okay. So that will be towards the end of the show. And we will of course take all your super chat questions and comments in between it all. If anyone's watching this, I don't know, but if they are and they're <laughs> super chatting, we will take those super chats. It will be all this and more on your favorite hour listening material. Thank you for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for giving us a review on iTunes. Thank you for keeping us afloat, helping us upgrade stuff on Patreon. Thank you for emailing us. That is on the Beta at gmail.com. there's more of the show on the audio platforms if you want to listen to the show iTunes SoundCloud Google Play wherever you find your podcast you can find us. Hey I've got some listener artwork to share
4: Some I've of which've i seen one of these
0: I think you've seen some but yeah I think you've seen the the actual imagery So I got this I crossed 50,000 YouTube subscriptions this week which it's a big milestone for me I'm very proud of that but I got a congratulatory image photoshop of me from marcus on twitter showing me in what i assume is a coors light ad which is very good and also nicely augmented you know i always praise the artists when they give you a nice augmentation i was given a nice bicep and tricep
4: that's a good photoshop
0: yeah potentially peck augmentation in in this particular depiction and you're pulling
4: off a mullet too
0: yeah yeah and since I'm a week and a half removed from the hangover, Coors Light is back tonight. Again, Coors Light, email me. We'll we'll negotiate. <laughs> Open to sponsorship. And then we got, uh, this is from Gin in Georgia. Not the state, but the country. This is you <laughs> in a very suggestive piece of artwork with, obviously, we know the things that really get you going. Donald Trump, a younger Donald Trump. I
4: don't know. Ooh. I like him at, at age 70 or whatever.
0: Yeah, you like him better now. <laughs> And then uh I don't know, tentacles, um, handcuffs. And then the
4: the domination thing. And I'd like to tell the audience yeah. that when that person in the super chat uh sent me that German thing, it didn't say dick D-I-C-H. It's it's was spelled phonetically D-I-C-K. So I'm not that stupid. People right. So there, there was some kind of
0: misinterpretation. I don't know. And for people who don't <laughs> like listen to the call in show. That was on the call in show, right?
4: Uh no, I think was was it, a,
0: a, it was Oh, was on, it on a yeah. Sunday show? Okay. Yeah. Well, in any case. That we've had all of these examples of tentacle things and God. handcuffs or at least uh oh, misspeaking that leads people to think about handcuffs so that led to this um this viewer created video this is from AHD and it's called context this is kind of a mashup of I forget if this was last week or the week before all the shows run together to me so i forget I which is seen which seen this this is great check it
4: out
1: Hey, hey, big nick this I'm making
4: a invoke. I like I like it. I'm into bondage. You know, it's it's
0: very invoked.
4: My boyfriend can totally subdue me with one hand. I love it. That is a cuck.
0: You know, it's it's very invoke.
4: That is a cuck.
0: Nick is thick.
4: Thank you very much,
0: sir. Nick is thick.
4: That is a
0: tuck. You know, it's it's very invoke. <laughs>
4: My boyfriend can <laughs> totally subdue me with oh, one hand. Oh my god! Thank you very much, sir. Sometimes you just say like, things, and you you don't—they don't have like the kind of context that everybody takes it as.
0: That is the context song.
4: It's true. It's <laughs> true. The power of editing. God,
0: that was very nice. I appreciate it. that was from AHD, and I will uh, I will link it in the description later for people to check out. <laughs> Last little piece of, um, I don't know, housekeeping before we dive into the meaty topic of Don Jr. and this Russian lawyer and all that. Uh, Obviously I I delivered the very compelling, awesome listening experience. That was my story of my battle with the ISP last week. Don't worry. I'm not going to do another 15 minute story, (laughs) but I mentioned that they had to reinstall long story short was I went in there and said, Hey, can you give me the best internet you can? I'll give you money. And they said, no, and then we accidentally deleted your account and shut off your internet. And I had to have a guy come out here and spend an hour reinstalling it when I never asked them to turn it off. Whoops. Then on Monday, on Monday, after the story I told on Sunday, I, I get my bill from them. And they wanted to charge me an installation fee for turning my <laughs> internet back on. So I did go down there and I, I, got, it, I got that taken care of. But that, that was the cherry on top of that story is they, they tried to charge me for it. And uh, the other piece of information that is good news is I have since inquired with the fiber optic company just down the street from me and it's immediately available here. I just have to do some minor installation stuff. I got to actually lay some cable. So they have my paperwork. That's all done. They're going to get back to me when they're ready to do the installation. So they'll have to dig up some of my front yard and that'll be kind of annoying. But at the end of the day, we should have greatly improved service here. And hopefully, you know, I can't make promises without knowing what they're actually going to deliver. But what I hope for, if, if they're, delivering what they advertise is a much improved live streaming experience uh, for both me and for the audience in terms of the quality of what we'll be able to bring. So good news on that front spectrum is going to go out the door. Fiber optic is coming. I don't have a timeline until they get back to me, but I'm, I'm hoping it'll be soon. They made it sound like it'll be soon.
4: It was okay. Uh, on Wednesday show. So
0: yeah. And it's doing fine now. Like I, they actually tested um, pretty well before this show and it's doing fine now, but this is still limited in what we could do. If I had fiber, we could do some, we could really do some high quality stuff. So we'll see where it goes. Ugh, okay. Now I'm going to sigh because I have to go through all the details of this, this I know. Donald Trump Jr. meeting with a Russian lawyer, lady bombshell of the week that it seems like every week there's a bombshell of the week that is forgotten the week after that. And this is, this is the latest round of it. Um, I think uh, people are probably familiar with some aspects of this story. For me, it was hard to wrap my mind around it until I sat down and looked at the timeline and tried to figure out who's who, because there's a lot of Russian names being thrown around. It's hard to figure yeah. out who's who. So but, I, I,
4: but I don't think that people really looked into it very much, because like, when I heard about this, I barely investigated, because I was like, on the surface, this sounds like bullshit, and I don't care anymore, because they have done yeah. this too many times.
0: Exactly. That, and that's part of the problem, is that they've cried wolf on this stuff so much that I am predisposed not to care. And I know that doesn't necessarily speak well of me. I know I'm supposed to go into every story with an open mind and look at the evidence, but that's the problem is there's rarely, in fact, in this story, never completely damning evidence, including in this case, in my opinion. Some people disagree with that. But I'm going to go through the, the timeline here, and then I figure we look at the Media appearances. Donald Trump Jr. went on Hannity's show. This lawyer who's involved went on NBC Nightly News. And then we have some commentary from uh, Democratic legislators. So we'll go through the timeline, we'll listen to what they had to say, and then we'll talk about the interpretations. So this all starts, the origin of the relationships between these people all starts back in November of 2013. So Trump and Donald Trump, the president of the United States, now president back in November 2013, he and his family attend the Miss Universe pageant, which is, at the time, owned by Trump in Moscow. And the event was sponsored by this Aris uh, Agalarov. I might be butchering these names, but Aris Agalarov, who is a real estate developer in Russia. After the uh, the pageant, Trump signs this deal with Agalarov to build a Trump tower in Moscow. That was stalled because he ran for president and he won. And R.S. Agalarov, the guy who sponsored the pageant, the guy who's this Russian real estate developer, he has a son named Emin, Emin Agalarov, who is a Russian pop star. Okay, so th- those are two of the people involved These, this Russian real estate developer and his pop star son. <laughs> this, th- and, and Trump was there for the pageant. Okay, flash forward to June 2016. Donald Trump Jr. receives an email from this publicist, Rob Goldstone. Rob Goldstone is the publicist, uh, I believe he's the publicist for Aris, who's the pop star, okay? And Rob Goldstone says, "'Hey, Don Jr., I was contacted by the Crown Prosecutor of Russia,' who is kind of the Russian equivalent of the Attorney General, The Russian government's lawyer, basically, uh, who wanted to provide the Trump campaign with information on Hillary. The email says this info, quote, would incriminate Hillary and her dealings with Russia and would be very useful um, to his father. uh, So Donald Trump. This is obviously high level and sensitive information, but as part of Russia and its government support for Mr. Trump helped along by Aris and Eman, the father and son. Don Jr. responds, if it's what you say it is, I love it, especially later in the summer. Which, okay. So he says, I've got information on Hillary. Don Jr. says, Hey, well, I know you from that pageant thing we went to. (laughs) If you've got awesome information that's going to help the campaign, I love it. With me so far?
4: I mean, that's pretty dumb.
0: What? What's pretty dumb?
4: It's pretty dumb of Don Jr. to think that nobody's going to find out about this. Like, I get if, like, your spidey senses aren't tangling about the Russia thing yet. I get it. But, like, still you're communicating with people via email. He had to know it was going to be problematic at that point. This was, it lacked foresight at a minimum.
0: Mm, yeah. I mean, he'll explain some of that. He'll, he'll, he'll say, oh, well, I was, I'm so new to this and it was so chaotic. And it was I heard the... his
4: explanation. Shouldn't yeah. know better.
0: Okay. But I th- yeah, we'll, we'll talk about, it. we'll talk about that once we get through all the facts here. So, and then, okay. So I have information on Hillary. That sounds awesome. Goldstone emails Don jr. Again, asking him to meet with, quote, a Russian government attorney who turns out to be this Natalia Veselnitskaya. She is the Russian lawyer in question. And Don Jr. responds agreeing and arranging to meet at Trump Tower, and he agrees to bring Jared Kushner and Paul Manafort. At the time, Paul Manafort is Trump's campaign manager. This is before the, uh, this is pre Kellyanne Conway time. And, uh, and of course, we know Jared Kushner, the presidential advisor now, but Ivanka's husband. So they all meet, and apparently no information on Hillary is exchanged. This meeting ended up being this Russian lawyer, Natalia Veselnetskayev, talking to Don Jr. about Russian adoption and the Magnitsky Act, which was basically a U.S.-imposed sanction on Russia that limited, I, can't, I don't know if it limited or eliminated, adoption of Russian children to the U.S., basically.
4: I think it limited.
0: Yeah. And she doesn't like that. So she used this this meeting as an opportunity to talk about that and nobody in the trump campaign cared about that and don jr says i've never heard of the magnitsky act i don't care give me the hillary info i don't care that's basically what happens
4: and jared kushner left after seven minutes apparently yeah and the other bloke was texting on his phone doing things on his phone the whole time so i think as soon as they realized this was a bait and switch they're like i'm not listening to your stupid pitch
0: Okay. So, and so this happens a year ago. And as we know, basically nothing comes of it. Now, Trump at the time did say, I've got information on Hillary coming, and then it never really came out. So there's some debate as to whether Trump himself knew or not. But flash forward a year to Tuesday, right? July 8th was Tuesday, I think. I don't know. Early this week, July 8th. New York Times first reports that this previously undisclosed meeting uh They're the first to report on it. And they said Trump Jr. told them, Trump Jr. told the New York Times in a statement that the meeting was primarily about adoption. This Magnitsky Act stuff. July 9th, New York Times follows up and reports that the the presidential campaign was a topic of the meeting, citing five sources that stated Trump Jr. agreed to the meeting on the premise that it was about Hillary, which he states later. Um, So... July 10th, the Washington Post reports the meeting was arranged by Eamon Agalarov, the pop uh, pop star dad guy, real estate (laughs) Russian guy, and Goldstone, the publicist. Then July 11th, Donald Trump Jr. puts out all all the emails related to this out on his Twitter account, ahead of the New York Times additional reporting on this. So he kind of, he knew that they were going to put out this story. He's like, hey, here's all of it. And he kind of... They'll say, oh, I know Trump says, oh, my son is so transparent. I mean, kind of, but mostly it was just the New York Times was like, he he knew what the New York Times was going to do, and he just wanted to be in front of it.
4: Good. He, he did the right thing.
0: Yeah. I just, I don't like the implication that he was, that he just had this transparency epiphany. Oh, well, I, yeah, that's, it's, that's it's time thing, but... to be transparent. That that was, it was prompted by the New York Times. Uh that said, I'm not even convinced that this is an issue that requires transparency necessarily. We'll talk about that later. Um, and then Friday, NBC News reports that this Russian-American lobbyist and Russian military vet was also at the meeting. This guy's named Renat Akhmetshin. I'm going to stop trying to pronounce names. So he confirmed to the Washington Post that he was there and that he was invited by Veselnetskaya, who is the lawyer. So she brings along her she brings along her Russian lobbyist, Russian military vet friend guy who was there. Then Natalia goes on NBC News, and she denies any connection to the Russian government. She said this meeting was very brief and nobody cared except for Don Jr., and he doesn't really care either. He go, Don Jr. goes on Hannity, and he says basically the same story, that he granted a meeting with an acquaintance, and that sounded interesting. The story she had sounded interesting, or associates of hers had a story that sounded interesting, It ended up being nothing, and that was basically the end of the story. And then the Democrats come out, and they say, this is something criminal, Adam Schiff slams Dom Jr. for not going to the NBI. I almost said NBA instead of. (laughs) Too many acronyms and weird names. Slams Dom Jr. for not going to the FBI. Chris Van Hollen, senator from Maryland, says it shows uh, clear collaboration with the Russian government. Tim Kaine says this is perjury and or treason.
4: Oh, come on. That's rich coming from him. Jeez.
0: So let's go through these media appearances. I'll try to cut them down as much as possible. They're a little bit long, but stop me at any point if they' if you feel like you want to interject. Um,
4: it is confirmed that she has never been employed by the Russian government. I couldn't find anything.
0: I've heard conflicting. I've heard people say no, she did work for them once, but I don't know the exact details.
4: Uh, I don't. I looked into it a little bit, and I could not find anything that corroborated that she had ever been a government employee. So I'm yeah. under the impression that she's never in her life ever worked for the government. If, if well, anybody knows any different, please let us know. She flat
0: out denies <laughs> it currently at right. least, or at least at the time of this meeting, as we'll see. So she goes on NBC E-mails News and says this. where she's
1: described as a Russian government attorney and part of Russia and its government support for Mr. Trump. The Russian government attorney. That means you. Um, yeah. At least no, I'm certainly flattered by being mocked uh, and called oh as a government attorney, but I have never worked for the government in the first place.
0: Okay, yeah, so she says never. I, right. I didn't note that earlier. She yeah. says never. I, I'm, and I can't confirm or deny that right Well,
4: now. that would, I don't know why she would lie. That'd be something that would be relatively easy to corroborate. Hmm.
1: She says oh. that meeting with Donald Trump Jr., Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, and campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, was arranged by Russian pop star, Emin Agalarov, and publicist, Rob Goldstone. Once inside, she says, only one person talked to her. Donald? Donald. He was the one. Rob can I, Goldstone. Can I just say his, inside, this says, guy, to only this Rob Goldstone. And publicist
0: Rob... If you're listening, you can't see the image, but just look at him. This is a man in charge of promoting things. Like this man sells things to people. I know. He
4: looks like Tony
1: Soprano. <laughs> he, and yeah.
0: he, he looks like Tony Soprano wearing a Zuba a Zuba's shirt. <laughs> Remember those pants in like the 90s? The pajama zebra print?
1: <laughs> oh, That's kind boy. kind of what he's
0: got going on. <laughs> but Russia's a weird place, you know, everything's backwards there.
1: Goldstone. Once inside, she says, only one person talked to her. Donald, I- Donald. He was the only one I was speaking to. She says she was there to lobby against a law she said was affecting her client, a well-connected Russian. But, she says, he was interested in information,
0: and so that's that's the Magnitsky Act. That's the adoption right, right. stuff that she doesn't like, nor does her clients.
1: About possible illegal donations to Democrats. Yes, I can tell you right now, I have never referred to any compromising information about Miss Clinton. She says Kushner left after seven to ten minutes of the twenty to thirty-minute meeting, and that Manafort was not paying attention. The man who was constantly looking into his phone. Who is?
0: Okay, and then Don Jr. goes on Hannity and says much the same thing. This is Rob
2: Goldstone. Rob Goldstone is a talent manager for Emin Argolov, who's a Azerbaijani Russian singer, performed at Miss Universe and later performed at a, uh, the WGC championship golf course tournament that we held at Doral. All right, so do you know? I, I met him through that, through the golf course. I wasn't even at the Miss Universe pageant, but I met him throughout there, so I had a casual relationship. This email comes in, what are you thinking? Honestly, my takeaway, when all of this was going on is that someone has information on our opponent. Again, I didn't know there was any credibility. I didn't know if there was anything behind it. I can't vouch for the information. Someone sent me an email. I can't help what someone sends me. What about the timeline of this? This is pre, for example, WikiLeaks and the DNC emails. This is pre, like, Russia fever. This is pre-Russia mania. You know, this is 13 months ago before. I think the rest of the world was uh, talking about that, trying to build up this narrative about Russia. Okay, the meeting was described earlier today on the Today Show. Mm -hmm. Did she describe it accurately? I think fairly accurately. How long was the meeting? Oh, 20 minutes or so. About 20 minutes. Um, and Jared left after 5 or 10, Yes, like she said, and Paul Manafort was on his on his phone the whole time. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. It, it, listen, like I said, it, it not pretty, it, pretty be, apparent that this was not what we were in there talking about. In-
0: so th- their stories do line up. I will point out that he had the benefit of seeing her. Inter- I mean, she went on NBC News well before he was on Hannity or like the morning before or something. Right. But basically, he would have had the opportunity to see what she said yeah. beforehand. It would be m- more meaningful to me if they their stories corroborated each other without having hurt each other, but it is noteworthy that we don't see a lot of contradictions here. Right. In retrospect,
2: I probably would have done things a little differently. Again, this is before the Russia mania. This is before they were building it up in the press. For me, this was opposition research. They had something, you know, maybe concrete evidence to all the stories I'd been hearing about, but they were probably underreported for you know years, not just during the
3: campaign. So, as far as you know, as far as this incident concerned, this is all of it.
0: This is everything. This is everything. I do find that statement to be pretty interesting because it better be everything.
4: Yeah. (laughs) It better
0: be everything. But I mean, he's released what is supposedly all the emails involved, and I don't know what else he would have. But if it does come out that there's more, that could be damaging. And then of course the Democrats come out, finally, this is the thing we've all been looking for, which if this is the thing you've all been looking for, why did the man voluntarily post it on his own Twitter account? (laughs) Even if he knew the New York Times, maybe he knew the New York Times had it, but even still. If you're a criminal, and, or, or not even a criminal, if you know you've done something bad, and the New York Times is about to put that put out the information, if you truly believe it's damaging, I don't think you'd put it on your Twitter account. And he's he's had legal advice this whole time. I don't think the lawyer would advise that either. Right. Anyway, this is uh so a few Democrats. First is um Adam Schiff, or rather- the House Intel Committee guy. Than
2: report of this overture by the Russian government to provide damaging information to intervene uh, in the presidential election in a way to help uh, his father. Uh, neither the president's son nor the campaign reported this information to the FBI. We get this one information.
3: Yeah, I...
4: just that they were solicited. They don't have to report that. They're not under no legal obligation to tell anybody about this because they didn't receive any information.
0: It's uh, it's one of those like in. In hindsight, would that be the best course of action if you receive communication from a foreign government about influencing the election? Maybe, but again, I need demonstration. But she
4: wasn't from. She wasn't from the foreign government. She wasn't. The email she was never said employed. it,
0: but yeah, it, it, it's I mean, still... it was like
4: through somebody. It was unconfirmed. He had never met her before and didn't check into her credentials.
0: Right, and and he himself mm-hmm. said, "Look, if I could go back, I'd probably would handle it differently." I mean, it's it's not like he's saying he handled it perfectly anyway
4: i mean it just this rings true to me i know that's not really an argument but
0: well we'll go through it we'll go through the interpretations um i think there's i don't know there's tinfoil on either side of it and then there's uh, the 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 non-climactic end. we're going to get to that to to this (laughs) is just that uh yeah this is another uh (laughs) non-story We'll wait for next week's non-story. Okay. Anyway, additional Democratic comments.
3: ...exchange today uh, showing clear uh, collaboration between the Russian government and Russian government agents and the Trump campaign at the highest levels. We're now beyond obstruction of justice in terms of what's being investigated. This is moving into perjury, false statements, uh, and even into potentially treason.
4: Spoiler that alert, just, no. Yeah. No. It is unreal hearing that from him, like the blatant hypocrisy. And he has no apparent cognitive dissonance about this.
0: Yeah, tell me more about uh, corruption, Mr. <laughs> about I just corruption. happened to get the vice yeah. president nod after I made this shady backdoor deal with the DNC to bow out so Debbie Wasserman Schultz could be in charge to rig it for Hillary. And then you, yeah. I, I'm not saying what they did is criminal either. I'm just saying, if you want to talk about ethics, I see a lot of smoking guns on your end that are, at least as smoky, if not much smokier, sir. Right.
4: <laughs> if you were bringing this to the attention of the general public, wouldn't you be concerned about people probing your campaign? Like mm. if I were Tim Kaine, I just would keep my mouth shut about this because of everything that, <laughs> that I had yeah, done. Well,
0: it's Tim Kaine's a silly goose the least compelling man ever. They, they brought in the least compelling man possible to aid the candidacy of the least compelling woman possible. Like <laughs> somehow that happened and they thought they would win, but it's still Russian collusion. That's why we lost. Okay. Before we talk about the interpretations here, are we good on super chat or should we take a break there?
4: Um, we got to have like a million super chats. You want me to go? Okay, to let's home? take a break. Uh, boom, baby, my least favorite subscriber. I feel empty and deprived wrenchless. You will never get a wrench.
1: <laughs>
4: never. Joshua D. Marshall, $5. Congratulations on upgrading to a guinea pig for your internet connection. Matt, I am proud of you. Hopefully I, too, so. am proud of Hopefully
0: yeah. so, yeah. Hopefully so. Good things coming.
4: <laughs> Friend of the show, Yoda Economics, $5. Not watching Game of Thrones. I'm watching Blonde and Mad. Loyalty bitches, hashtag. Ooh. Blonde is wearing the same thing now as in the cuck video. No, I own mini, a black Razorback tank top.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> um, MH3D, $2. Matt continues to tow my dad without consent. I hope that's some Ooh. inside joke between you two. Yeah, gross.
0: Ugh. Wait, who said that?
4: Oh, I just deleted it. Sorry. Oh,
0: I I, should, I could. Go back. I, I'm afraid I don't get the joke. So. It's
4: Mh3d. Not... I mean, it's some weird foot fetish joke. I'm sure. Yeah, you Guys are foot, gross. The,
0: the foot fetish thing's gonna come back.
4: It always pops up. Um, yeah. Black magic, five dollars. I remember the last time I got drunk off Coors Light. I was fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Richard Pierce, two dollars. Hey, blonde. The meatloaf. We want it now. God. Damn you all.
0: Actually, you know what? Um, next time we hang out IRL, make me some meatloaf. Because I don't like meatloaf. Sure. I don't like meatloaf. Maybe you can persuade me.
4: I love making meatloaf. So I do make you. So I'll make you meatloaf. Say
0: that once more.
4: I will make you meatloaf. No, I'm not saying any of this. Okay. Part. Jeez. We're going to get yeah. some sound bites. Um, then we have Mithrin. Is that how you say this? Yeah. Um $5. Matt, if you need to lay some cable now, you should have used the rest, the restroom before the stream began. Good lord, man, context matters. You guys are gross that, today.
0: Lay some cable is. Apparently, they, you said that. That's but is that people mean take a shit when they say that? I've never heard of that.
4: I don't know, or does he mean like lay some pipe? Doesn't that mean?
0: I don't know. Do you know? That's that's news to me. That's well, uh, we sound like
4: we're a million years. That's gold. a dirty where, metaphor where does to that me.
0: Mean? Yeah, you young kids in <laughs> your new age slogan oh, boy. slang or whatever.
4: Um. Okay. Then we have steven Suarez, ten dollars. Can Matt flex for us, even if he can't, like the golden one or blonde's man? Uh,
0: well, I, I don't, I'm not gonna undress, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of blocked. By <laughs> but yeah, sure.
4: Gosh, we're such whores for for our yeah. subscribers. Um. And then we have Corvo at AZ, five dollars. Blonde's boyfriend didn't just claim her body; he claimed her heart. Also, to J Fry, caps, 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 and all that. <laughs> good. Ah, uh, major Bluetooth, five dollars. Hey, Matt and Blonde, appreciate all the work you do. Nice to hear some alternative facts that put the emphasis on the fact part. Thank you very much. Ooh, uh, Two Care nice. Roads, five dollars. It's hard to watch the show and Game of Thrones at the same time. Watch one well, of I us at a different I, time.
0: I appreciate your time. Uh, yeah, your your uh, <laughs> loyalty and devotion. I do appreciate that. But yeah, I mean, I, people. A few people have been coming at me annoyed with that. Look, every form of entertainment. Our show game of thrones walking dead they're all available on demand yeah that's why we do it if you can't watch the show live i'm absolutely come back and to it, it always
4: conflicts with something so we're like we're not yeah. going to change our show time for game of thrones it's going to be show over goes on yeah. a few weeks or something like that i think they only um, have seven
0: episodes this season that's what i was really? told i might be wrong don't quote me because i'm not a thrones no. guy but Shh,
4: whatever yeah. Ah, uh, then we have Go Army five dollars. Love the show. Congrats on fifty K subs, onward Thank and you. upward. I hope this money doesn't go to more silver bullets. Thank you very much for that.
0: It'll either go to that or you know the install costs on the <laughs> internet. One of the mm-hmm. those, both of those things help the show.
4: Uh, Matt so. Miffler five dollars. Tired of hearing about the Russians since the Islam's are the ones that are blowing <laughs> themselves up.
0: <laughs> the Islam's.
4: Yeah, a okay. uh, wild warlock five dollars. I'm watching for the smoking hot babe and a really smart, well-spoken intellectual. I'll say blonde. You're the intellectual. Call me Matt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you.
4: Oh, thank you. Uh, Liberative five dollars. When are the outright lies from the dem is going to result in actual harm to these hypocritical cunts? Uh, I don't know. It's got to come back to them eventually. They're right? not
0: doing themselves any good. I'll get to their tinfoil in a second here because th- yeah. th- they don't they're not offering a compelling alternative. At all, I know, nobody, I know. Nobody feels inspired by what they're saying.
4: Uh, Gabriel Lopez, ten dollars. Andy is a faggot. I assume we mean Andy Warski. Every week somebody comes in. I don't in
0: know. Here. <laughs> I, I don't know what. I don't Thanks for the donation. <laughs> I'm never gonna. We don't know the Andy. I don't know what Andy he's talking. about. I know
4: it could be one of many Andys. Um, yeah. And then last one, Robert Stillman, five dollars. Blonde. The left has no fear. Their hypocrisy will be used by the mainstream media to make them accountable. They can act like Kane did with no fear, and so they do. Oh, and then last one, uh. Christopher Shviraga, $2. Core's banquet guarantee. The Paul V is Ruff.
0: silent. V is silent. Shiraga.
4: You tell me this Very every time right. we yeah. donate. I'm never going to remember. I'm sorry. Silent. I'll, v, I'll remind what you. What is of. that? I got you, Chris. Um, <laughs> I, I forget.
0: I he, I, well, I won't. Um, he, he explained to me the, the, the heritage of the name or whatever, but that was private, so I'm not going to go into it. Okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. Thank you. Thank you to Super Chatters, and thank you for giving me a break from talking about this Russia crap. But. I wouldn't give all the information without talking about the competing interpretations and then discussing where we land on this. And I suspect based on what we've said to each other, that we probably land in mostly the same spot, somewhere similar. Here are the interpretations that I've seen or I see. I think there's hundred percent team Trump take this all at face value. And I don't know that I find that to be entirely unreasonable either. So Trump and the lawyer's claims, Don- Donald Trump Jr. and the lawyer, Natalia Veselnitskaya, their claims, as we saw in their interviews, are pretty much consistent. I don't see a fatal con- a contradiction there. I don't see an implicating contradiction. Um, Do you only- see
4: any instances that you believe uh, are illegal?
0: No, hell no. I'll talk about that with the Democrats. I'm not a lawyer, but I've not seen anyone make a compelling case about criminal Actions here,
4: especially nothing treasonous. I mean, that's well, yeah. that's a flabbergasting claim.
0: Yeah, and that's a good, that's a good transition to the uh, to the democratic interpretations here. I will say the the only thing the only thing that I see on the face value interpretation that's a potential flaw is the emails did say this is a Russian government operative and this is part of the Russian government support for the president. So I think if you want to make the case that Don Jr. didn't handle this very well, I think you can credibly do that. And I think Don Jr., per what he said on Hannity, would say, would agree.
4: I just don't think... Right. But can you imagine, he does mention this in the Hannity interview, can you imagine how much he's getting solicited? And they have to be getting, he said it was opposition research, and I'm inclined to agree with him there because the Hillary campaign was doing far worse stuff to the Trump campaign. I think they had to Fight yeah. fire with fire, and I, huh?
0: and I do want to take this in context—the context that one, it was as you mentioned, it's before the Russia mania, and then it two, this was a time when Trump was still viewed as a long shot. So anytime you have someone who says they have incriminating information on your opponent, it's going right. to be an attractive claim. So, yeah, you know, did he handle this with the with the utmost morality and virtue? Maybe not. Maybe yeah. Not, but if they but
4: had, would Trump be the president?
0: I don't know it's uh well and that's that's the frustrating thing about this is apparently nothing came of it so it doesn't really matter anyway (laughs) yeah really if he did that nothing would have changed presumably
4: and i think it's important to note this did predate any of the email leaks too
0: yes so the democrats we heard the democrats get up there and they say well donald trump jr and trump himself are part of some sort of in tim kane's case criminal conspiracy um to buy this, and I don't know a lot of people do, but maybe you're one of the few out there who listen to this show and buy what they're saying. Uh, I think there are a few things you need to explain to me. One, you need to explain to me what role specifically this lawyer has in the Russian government. I need to know that. Right. And then two, you need to explain the crime to me. Collusion is not a crime. There, You can have conspiracy to commit some crimes, but collusion is not – there's no – that's not a crime you can fake news me if you're a lawyer out there and i'm wrong fake news me but as far as i understand you can't charge someone with that
1: so right and i
4: think he could be the recipient of information even classified and if he does nothing with it they can't they can't do anything right
0: i i'm out of my league on that question but maybe someone else can answer that one hmm the other thing I want to say about this interpretation, there's no evidence right now, no evidence that exists that Trump himself was involved in this. Now, I'm not going to pretend that Paul Manafort, Jared Kushner, and Donald Trump Jr. are just irrelevant. They're right. clearly high up in the campaign. I'm not going to deny that. But uh, if you're going to implicate Trump in this collusion, I need to see evidence that Trump himself was part of this, too.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, to the, to the claims of actual crimes that Tim Kaine mentioned, treason? No. Okay. Treason is constitutionally defined. You have to basically be levying war or building an army. Okay. Like treason is not just met with a guy. It's not even clear that Russian, Russia is an official enemy of ours. Like we're not at war with Russia. Now, if we are at war with Russia and Trump aided the enemy, that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. then you can get into the arena of treason, but the Supreme Court has ruled on this: what treason actually means. You have to basically actually assemble an army. You have to have a clearly defined enemy. We're not we're not dealing with that in this case. Perjury. He mentions perjury. I'm not aware of when Trump Jr. was under oath. Uh, as far as I know, none of these statements have come under oath. But maybe I'm wrong. So I don't understand the perjury claim. Um, and beyond that, what's the lie? Like, if you if you're saying it's perjury, one, it needs to be under oath. Two. You need to tell me what the lie is. So far, this is just him not... He's he's not been entirely transparent. And as the story has kind of dripped, 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 he's added more and more information. So lie through omission is the worst? But can you perjure yourself through omission and not under oath? I don't think so.
4: (laughs) No. Of Um, course not. Of course not. Okay. And
0: then this um, Senator Van Hollen says, clear collaboration with the Russian government. Well, who is the Russian government official involved? Is it Natalia Veselnetskaya? What was her role? I need to know that. What was the plan? What was the plan here? What was the collab- collusion and collaboration plan? And then what was the information that was exchanged? And how did that impact the election? Right. None of those questions are answered sufficiently. Um, lastly, there's no evidence, as we said, there's no evidence of any crime whatsoever. Okay. Uh, the interpretation that... I don't know. I originally thought I was kind of on this team, but I think I'm more on Team Trump, to be honest. But there is kind of an a la carte interpretation here that there's, you know, some elements of bad. We sort of went through this already. But I think you can have a a nuanced view of this that, like, look, he didn't handle it well, but I'm not going to go full Democrat and full Tim Kaine and say that he did criminal things. Um, Mm -hmm. But but if you want to be more critical... It's not that this is criminal, but should we be happy? Should we be happy, I guess, that uh, that Trump Jr. met with someone claiming to represent a foreign government with the intent of influencing the election? And would we be comfortable if Hillary Clinton did this?
4: She, for sure, she did stuff much, much worse than she, this, and people did not care.
0: She did the Ukraine thing, but would we care? Would we care?
4: Uh, I mean, I don't think the general public would care. She did so much worse, and, and nobody seemed to sound any alarms. Am I, like, offended or concerned about this from Trump Jr.? No. I mean, I've got to say that even if he had done exactly what they're saying, I I would not be freaking out about it. I just, I just don't care very much.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's – I mentioned this, but that's – what we have evidence of is a guy being – unclear about this meeting at the start saying it was just a meeting about adoption and then more reporting comes out okay it was a meeting about adoption and hillary and then more information comes out oh and there was another russian guy there but again that's not a lie that's just him being not a hundred percent transparent about a meeting that honestly to me if i buy his story that it was a non-issue then why would he tell you every detail about what was a non-issue I do think you could, I do think maybe you can reasonably levy a criticism against Donald Trump Jr. for when this became publicly known that he didn't disclose all of it right then. But again, what we're left with under this interpretation, I think, is a political actor who was not completely transparent with something that may be ethically questionable. And that's, in my mind, that's pretty much the political status quo. Like I, I, I'm not happy about it, but I'm not going to pretend like it's a bombshell (laughs) story either.
4: Well, what about all of the um, foreign money that Hillary Clinton took? I
0: mean, well, Democrats
4: didn't care about that either. That
0: was the Clinton Foundation. That's <laughs> entirely different. Totally different. Okay, so I'm somewhere between those. Like I'm somewhere between Team Trump and just like not being thrilled with how this played out. But I don't view this as some. Apocalyptic story. There is the ultimate, what I call the ultimate tinfoil MAGA interpretation, the ultimate Team Trump interpretation, and that this was all a setup that both of these Russian actors, this Natalia Veselnitskaya and this Akhmetshin guy, her military and lobbyist friend, here's the evidence for that. They, they are both tied to this democratic strategy firm. It's called Fusion GPS, which compiled OPPO research for Hillary, anti Trump opposition research for Hillary. This Akhmet, her friend, her military <laughs> friend, he worked as a lobbyist for this uh, this company called Prevazon Holdings. And they joined Fusion GPS in lobbying to get this, to get the Magnitsky Act overturned or revised. So they have, they're tied together and they've worked for Democrats before. And at the time, Veselnitskaya was in New York specifically for the purpose of defending this Prevazon Holdings company of his. In court, at the time that she met Don Jr., uh, this this evidence is really flimsy to me. And then my other question is, uh, my other questions about it were, if this is some kind of setup, the planners would have had to know that this Russian thing was going to be a big deal before it was a big deal. Right. That uh, that's incredible foresight. And then, why would if they did? If they thought this was so damning, if they set it up and then it happened, and they had these emails, why, why wouldn't you leak the emails?
4: Right, <laughs> immediately, or not immediately, but you know, when the when it became fairly obvious that he was going to win.
0: Yeah, or, or if you, I mean, yeah, you doing it now? Electoral consequence. You'd want yeah. to.
4: That's just too far fetched for me. I can't. I it's can't get on board. yeah.
0: That's that's the big MAGA um, take. So generally, to recap my opinion on this. Don Jr., not thrilled with how he handled it, but I I mostly don't care. I mostly see this as a non-story. The the people who think this is a a huge deal, they're the same people that thought the Comey testimony was the huge deal, and Rachel Maddow's tax reveal was the huge deal, and we're finally going to get him on this, but we never do. So it's just the big bombshell of the week. And we wait for next week because I'm telling you, but I hope
4: that they continue to approach these non stories with the same amount of vigor because they're just giving everybody news blue balls. And then if something actually happens, people just aren't going to care anymore. It's a sure way for a second term election. That's all I'm saying.
0: I mentioned previously that I'm not giving CNN the benefit of the doubt anymore (laughs) because I've just put our audience through nearly 45 minutes of this Russian stuff. Based solely upon the idea that we put ourselves through a few hours of research on it. Uh, and that's probably not a good reason. I'm not going to care about any more Russia stories until someone is actually charged. Or at least there is an allegation of criminal behavior. Until then, I do not care and I'm not doing this again. Oh, I don't care if there's an again.
4: allegation of criminal behavior. That's not going to make me pay attention. I From mean, CNN? I, no. Mm-mm.
0: Okay, let me put it this way. An allegation of criminal behavior from someone who could act upon it and make a meaningful difference. You know, like, let's say let's say a congressperson has evidence of criminal behavior and impeachment becomes a real a real possibility. Or Don Jr. did something criminal and the AG says, yeah, I've seen the evidence and we're going to prosecute him for this. Then I care.
4: Yeah. And I'm very confident that's not going to happen or it would be already.
0: It's not going to happen in this week by week, what's the new scandal of the week format. It's, it's,
4: right.
0: If it happens, it happens. But it's clear that people are digging for this on a weekly basis, not in search of the truth, but as a way to get him. They're searching for the big gotcha because they, they still can't accept, again, that they ran the least compelling candidate ever, supplemented with the least compelling running mate ever. And, and sorry, you sucked and you lost. Gear up for 2020 because it's coming faster than you think. And you might w- – you have a good chance to win. You have a good chance to win if you focus on things what? that people buy into. No. Oh, you don't think Democrats can win in 2020 against this no. president? Oh, yeah.
5: I, I oh, just yeah. don't
4: see that happening. I, no, if,
0: if they focus on things that people care about, not this Russia garbage. Yeah. I Trump's mean vulnerable. if the
4: media completely turns their ship around and Democrats get their act together. But I don't see that happening – at all, they've got to regain public trust. That's not going to happen in if three. You, if the
0: second someone offers a, a compelling alternative to Trump, people, I think, will will shift that way.
4: Yeah, but you're operating under the assumption that the Democrats have the capability to yeah. offer a compelling alternative to Trump. When have right. they ever done that? That's they what they I'm saying. But they got to try.
0: They got to try.
4: Right. Who who's going to do it? Elizabeth Warren? Oh no! Oh, I no. actually fear
0: her the most. I think she's. Oh God. It, I th- I expect she'll get the nomination as of now, and I do think she can Maybe. win.
4: Maybe. Yeah. 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 Oh, boy. All right. Enough of this story. Yeah, enough
0: of this Russia crap. Uh, should we catch up on Super Chat before we move on? Or uh, yeah, good? sure. Uh,
4: DKJ spec, a garbage human. Five dollars. And nice. here, instead of Game of Thrones, longtime supporter and blonde skips my super chat. Ouch. I did not Eww. skip any super chats. Uh, Dave Cuggan, computing only sometimes. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Jesus.
4: Uh, really vote AZ again. Thank you. $10. I hate the disrespectful freaks that keep asking you guys to show your feet. With that being said, Matt, can you show me your elbows while sighing erotically? What is wrong?
0: Hey, look, I've long said everything's for sale. Uh, sighing Ooh. erotically, though.
4: Ooh, yeah. What is that
0: like? I don't know what an erotic sigh is. I'm t- I'm not going
4: to make an erotic sound for you.
1: The.
4: the... Uh, <laughs> now rub them together. Rub them together. Uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> all right. Then we have friend of the show. Stan $5. You feet and elbow people need to be smarter. Step up to the shoulder fetish. Blonde flaunts those all day long. Oh, Love yeah, the show. True. <laughs> I do always show my shoulders. Uh, Joshua D. Marshall $5. Join team Trump. Matt, we have chocolate chip waffles. We do. Well,
0: I'm mostly on Team Trump on this one. Mostly. Yeah.
4: I Um, then we have Robert Stillman, five dollars. Bottom line is the mainstream media burned out the public long ago on Russia and can't get them back. Period. I totally agree. Even if they found something substantial at this point, I I don't think people would really care. Yeah, Even people on the left.
0: This is the most compelling thing so far. After months and months, this is the most compelling piece of information. Yeah. This is as good as it gets.
4: It, it, it's, it's it's unreal um then we have unconventional uh five dollars matt i'm gen x old enough to remember kirby Puckett. Yeah. you guys are two of my favorite millennials thank you so much keep up the great work i have, a, stay- I have an
0: autographed kirby Puckett uh, little display thing and then i have the wheaties box from the 87 world series it's framed in my closet over there i was born in minnesota when they won the world series kirby Puckett played from me 87 and 91 uh-huh. Um, and retired early due to a glaucoma issue and died young.
4: Uh,
0: but Kirby Puckett is one of my childhood heroes. And then he kind of he, he turned out he was kind of a scumbag later in life. But we'll talk they usually about that are, time.
4: But yeah. you didn't know that when you were a kid. So what does it matter? Yeah. Um, then we have I'm Robert B. $5. Uh, was either DNC or Podesta leaks December 2015? Democrats planning to attack Trump for being too close to Russia. That's true. Mm. But that wasn't general knowledge because the WikiLeaks didn't happen until after this conversation with Donald Trump jr. I'm correct. Right. That was 13 months ago. That's what,
0: that's what Donald, that's what he said on Hannity was, this was before all the WikiLeaks. I don't know the timeline of WikiLeaks. I forget.
4: But even though that was in the WikiLeaks and that plan was um, clearly in the works, the Russian narrative uh, that wasn't available information to the general public. So you have to, you have to get really far on the conspiracy side to believe that I'm not, I'm not quite ready for that. Um, then we have BB, $50. Thank you very much. Thank you. I just want you guys to make it. Love you both, Blonde and Matt. Thank you so much. We appreciate I really
0: it, appreciate BB. it, BB. BB has always BB's Always been, throwing us
4: the big bills. Yeah,
0: we we really do appreciate it. So, and don't worry. this sh- As I said, the show's not going anywhere because we have nowhere else to go.
4: I know. We've like so, really painted ourselves into a corner where we- Who's going to hire?
0: I, I can't scrub this off the internet. I can't I scrub that context video off the internet. I don't even own it. Nope. It's on there forever. Yeah. No one's okay. going to hire us. I know. It's it's make or break.
4: I can just start having babies. What what are you going to do? Yeah,
0: I know. I have to be the breadwinner.
4: Do you think I don't
0: feel that pressure? All right. Then we have
4: Liberative, friend of the show, $10. Blonde, Dems have a shot because they fell into a lull when they were told Hill was a sure thing. 2018, GOP will probably lose a few seats just on backlash.
0: Yeah. And that's usually just how it goes. You know, An incumbent president usually loses some congressional support.
4: Then we have Boogeyman 917, $10. Thank you very much. Meanwhile, Chuck Todd is probably wondering if he gives news blue balls. I did just say that, didn't I? Uh, or if he has news blues ball, news blue balls. Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and then Christopher Shiraga, two dollars. Say my name, blonde. Christopher There you go. Shiraga. Am I I'm right? actually done. I, right, I believe
0: good. so. The way he the way he coached me was silent v. So that's, that's what I'm going with.
4: Thank you so much, you guys. I'm
0: going to be quick through this story because man, I never think that these things are going to take as long as they do, but that's way too much Russia. And you know, we got some other stories to get through. There's not a lot to this DeRay story, but I just love it anyway. I, um, I went and saw the war for the planet of the apes on Friday night. Cause I've liked this new trilogy. I think it's generally pretty good and I'm not a huge movie guy, but I saw the first one randomly on a plane and thought the movie was really compelling. Enjoyed the trilogy, went and saw the, the new one and, some complaints but generally enjoyed it was the
4: cg really distracting
0: um it actually is a really good looking movie mostly what bothered me was there was some plot uh, it was writing issues like there were some plot points to me that just don't make any sense that i didn't really like but in terms of the visuals and the presentation very good uh (laughs) so there's a character in war for the planet of the apes who wears a blue vest And this is kind of a throwback to the original 1968 film in which many of the apes wore these blue vests. Uh, Everyone's favorite Black Lives Matter activist, DeRay McKesson. Uh, Sorry, I accidentally put your art back up there. Enjoy it. That's the (laughs) blonde biting her lip to the handcuffs. I can't get over it.
4: Oh, boy. I'm so glad my boyfriend doesn't listen to this show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, DeRay McKesson. Of Black Lives Matter fame. You can see small, um small in the image there, there's a there's one ape on the right hand side of the gorilla on the horse <laughs> wearing a vest. Okay. Duray McKesson takes to Twitter and now deleted tweets and says, Given the history of rendering black people as apes, I'm offended and appalled by the lack of consciousness in Hollywood. In associating black people with apes, active work is being done to perpetuate the dehumanization of black people in mass media. And then, of course, everyone's second favorite. I, I don't even know how to introduce Tariq Nasheed. Th- this guy is he's either the world's greatest troll, troll who is just never breaks he might, character or he I mean, is—he belongs in a mental institution. One of the two. Maybe maybe he belongs in a mental institution either way because this is the most impressive trolling performance I've ever seen, if that's what he's done.
4: I don't think that. I used to take him seriously. But I, I've just heard some things come out of his mouth where uh, he reminds me of that, um, that guy on Twitter, Godfrey... Something or another, but he's he initially got on Huffington Post and wrote some other pieces, and then oh, they realized, oh, yeah, that he wrote,
0: tra- ru- yes, I forget his name, but yeah, I know I, the guy.
4: But it, it, Tariq is more reminiscent of that guy than like an actual Black Lives T- Matter. Supporter. Tariq's been
0: doing this for like decades, though. But
4: I just, I just can't, like, some of the stuff that he says, I'm like, there's just no possible way you believe that, right?
0: I, I agree. It's hard to Godfrey.
4: I, Thank you, live chat. Yeah.
0: Anyway, Tariq. Chimes in uh, on DeRay's prompting and says, does the new Planet of the Apes poster have racially coded messages? Notice the Black Lives Matter symbolism. Notice the ape with the blue vest. The (laughs) director of the film comes back at DeRay and says, you're outraged because they're recreating uh, the look of the original ape in 1968. You don't own wearing blue vests, man. Grow up. And then (laughs) there's serious narcissism involved in assuming a film with hundreds of millions of dollars at stake. Would think that they might would think how they might offend DeRay. Uh, And then I really appreciated Sargon's tweet on this too, in which DeRay unwittingly culturally appropriates the style of a chimp from Planet of the Apes, gets offended about it, and cries racism. (laughs) And and as I mentioned at the top of the show, the reason you know that you've lost this... Well, one, DeRay deleted his tweets, so I assume he's basically conceded. But when you lose Whoopi on, on these issues...
4: You've gone too far. You've gone too Go far. Back.
0: I um I can't play I the video, see- only the sound, because somehow this is one of those ultimately copyright protected videos on YouTube. But this is what Whoopi said.
5: A war for the Planet of the Apes. But there's already controversy, it's insane. Prominent Black Lives Matter activist DeRay McKiss, McKisson, accused filmmakers of personally mocking him by dressing up an ape in a blue vest, which he's been known to wear. DeRay, you need to go back and watch the 1968 original and check out what the apes were wearing. This has nothing to do with you. This is a movie that was about what happens when mankind doesn't pay attention to environment, to how we treat animals and each other. That's what that movie was about. And at the end of the movie, when they're riding around and you realize it's fear, that's what the movie was about. Get over yourself. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I, I know Duray, and I think he's well, done- Well, tell him I said. I will. <laughs>
0: I mean, you've prompted me to agree wholeheartedly with Whoopi. That's I know. That's how bad this is. Although was.
4: I love Whoopi no matter what she says because she'll always be Guinan to me, which okay. is a Star well, Trek reference. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that reference. Um, I haven't seen a Whoopi Goldberg movie in or TV show or whatever you categorize. It's, it's technically a TV show, right? Go ahead. Roast me. I don't know anything about Star Trek. But her no. role was in the TV show or was it in a movie?
4: Um, it was in star Trek, the next generation, the best television show on ever on TV. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah.
0: Except for game of Thrones. <sighs> well, yeah. So if star Trek was on you, you ditch this show for star Trek.
4: For sure. Yeah. Oh, but it's okay. on Netflix. So, and Irish. I've seen every episode a thousand times. Um, and then sister act. That's the only other thing I can think of her.
0: Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Sister act. That's like, <laughs> that's the, well, and she was in the color purple too. Oh,
1: that's yeah. what
0: I remember. I had to watch that. Cause, um, I had to watch it in my high school. Literature class, because we read The Color Purple and we'd watch the movie. Yeah, so I remember that. This, you sent me this before we went live. More <laughs> more DeRay trouble.
4: So, well, I had so to weird. Google him because I couldn't remember what he looked like. He's so forgettable for me. I was <laughs> like, who is that mankin? And so I was Googling him, and that was the first thing that came up, this article.
0: Yeah. Rule number one, or the number one way you know that Black, uh, that, that Planet of the Apes is not targeting... Uh, Derek McKesson, with all the money at stake, as the director mentioned, the fact that you had to Google Derek McKesson to, to refresh yourself about who he is. In a, I mean,
4: what is he best known for?
0: For being a Black Lives Matter guy. For yeah, going like, around. What,
4: what particularly did he do? He didn't. I, I remember the Black Lives Matter chick that like stopped the parade. You know, I remember he her.
0: He 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 gets arrested. He's a professional get arrested. Guy.
4: But like, what did he do that he, made him famous? Why would the average person about, recognize him?
0: Because he's at every Black Lives Matter thing, I guess. But like, That's there has like,
4: to be a specific. In, as far as I know, it's not, just
0: yeah, he's just. Black he's not Lives recognizable.
4: I mean, he's not like he,
0: he. I think he fathered hashtag Stay Woke, or something hashtag Something Woke. Bro,
4: that doesn't make you famous.
0: That's his claim to fame.
4: <laughs>
0: anyway, you sent me this. This is, yeah, this is really current. This is yesterday. Idaho news station apologizes for using photo of Black Lives Matter activist DeRay McKesson in an unrelated bank robbery story. They put out this tweet, would-be robber arrives early at banks to find doors locked. It's just this (laughs) random picture of DeRay McKesson. And I think he has a hashtag stay woke shirt in that arrest photo.
4: That's hilarious. That's (laughs) hilarious. At first I was like, this was just an error. But then I was reading the show notes and I'm like, maybe... Maybe this wasn't. Yeah. Maybe somebody did this on purpose.
0: And then there's a second. They did it. That's what I was wondering. Is this a true accident? Because there's a note in here that they, they did. There was a second picture they put up of him. So and McKesson shared on Twitter. I haven't been anywhere near a bank robbery, FYI. <laughs> so it, it, to be fair, does appear he did not rob a bank in Idaho. The ray was uh... not in Idaho, robbing a bank. But another story on the station's website showed a different picture of McKesson at this at the same Baton Rouge rally. With the headline, Officer Wounded in Deadly Ambush Sues Black Lives Matter. And the photo was later changed. So he would only be tangentially connected to that. There would be no reason to share, to headline that story with a DeRay McKesson <laughs> photo. So the fact that this has happened, I could understand <laughs> a local news station mixing up image files, like whoever the intern who does social media. That's at pretty KBOI, bad though. I don't
4: know.
0: But to have, it, to have multiple, that suggests to me there's trollery afoot.
4: I I'm inclined to agree with you. I think that maybe it's some like, you know, trolley alt right intern that's yeah. laughing his ass off. Yeah. Something like
0: that. And so that I don't have much Good more to say. I don't have much more to say on, on this other than what the director said and what Who- Whoopi alluded to. It is to me an astounding amount of narcissism. The fact that he would look at this and assume that with all the investors. All the actors, all the directors, these movies exist, obviously, to entertain, but to entertain why? Because it turns a profit for everyone who's put a ton of money into this. And that everyone involved right. and the artwork, the people who make the artwork would say, oh, yeah, fuck DeRay. Like, we're all in on this fuck DeRay gag, right? Yeah, <laughs> fuck DeRay. We're going we're gonna to prioritize this component of it. We're going to alter this movie just to give a finger to Ray. And the other thing that's that this embodies to me or symbolizes is this sjw mentality of looking at a i guess the way that sjws read books by their covers you know let's look at it let's find the worst possible interpretation and then without doing any of the reading without watching the movie without looking at the work as a whole at all i'm just going to reach a conclusion the worst possible conclusion i'm going to assume the worst and it's the Anita
4: Sarkeesian effect. You know, everything is racist. Everything is sexist. Yeah. It's your job to point it all out. These people really believe that. They see something like Planet of the Apes and they're like, okay, I have to find how they were racist on this. And they're so obsessed with themselves, solipsistic, oh, and, and narcissistic, s- they're like, this is a s- slight to me personally.
0: Spoiler alert, the, the the main antagonist in War for the Planet of the Apes is is played by Woody Harrelson, and he looks like a skinhead, and he's clearly on a trip to exterminate the apes who are meant to represent DeRay and it's meant to symbolize the rise of the alt-right oh against my the God. I mean you could twist these things to be ridiculous if you wanted to and you clearly did
1: oh boy
4: oh
0: boy good on super chat or should we move on
4: uh, let's catch up real quick uh, Jay Fry $2, Team Trump uses waffles because the ovens are busy why always with the ovens Jake Fry? Oh, Jesus Christ um, shadow of Colossus one Oh three, $5. Tariq is the Fred Phelps of the black lives matter movement. Fred Phelps is a, uh, Baptist he, minister, right?
0: Fred Phelps is the guy behind Westboro Baptist. Yeah. Well, wow. I mean, so I guess he is, he's not just a Baptist minister. He is and like God's move. hate fags. Yeah. yeah. You know, God hates fags. Yeah.
4: Um, okay. Like, All right. Well, I guess wait, so he, he said Tariq
0: real. is the Fred Phelps of what?
4: what was his um, analogy? of BLM.
0: Yeah. I think that's pretty fair. Okay, okay. Uh, I actually I actually like that comparison a lot.
4: Then we have Cryptic, $5. I keep getting auto-unsubbed from you, so I've been missing your shows. Damn. Huh. I've been getting that comment a few times. Yeah, um,
0: YouTube always cleans out the dead accounts. Dead accounts. But yeah. many of them are not dead. I've had a few people say that as well.
4: Uh, the Clockwork Gent, $10. I nailed the interview. Thanks for all the good luck, people. A little love from me for all the love from you, ladies and gents. Was this okay. our... Uh, our sub that had the job interview.
0: Yes, yeah, I think this person said he or she. I'm not sure. Um, said said that he or she was doing a job interview, uh, at the time of our show, so couldn't watch live. But apparently the interview went well, so that's congratulations.
4: Good to hear. Sending you good vibes. Uh, then we have Iacon 5 dollars. This is for blonde mentioning Guinan and Star Trek. It is my favorite thing. the world maybe well there you go um dead bear five dollars Whoopi is the only one that can still talk to my boy patrick swayze here's some (laughs) shekel. thank you all very (laughs) much we're good
0: okay so i I discussed it at the top of the show we had that antifa gym with them doing all the weird planks and stuff in the in this grass in in chicago talking about how they're a gym that's for self-defense against the alt-right and they're open to anybody except for anyone of right-wing persuasion and police so basically anyone who's not antifa there's more on this, and it is indeed the same thing. It's called the Haymaker Collective. Earlier in the week on the Colin Show, we weren't sure if these were the same people or the same organization. It is. It's called the Haymaker Collective. It's in Chicago. They send this hijabed representative onto Tucker. I kind of just want to break this down as we go. I, this was a, a, a great interview, really.
4: <laughs> it really was, and I watched it like I was. I was embarrassed for her. Everybody, yeah. T- Tucker, just man, he's just been ripping people apart lately.
0: Well, this was yeah, this was a tough one, and I, I this is another case of trying to edit something down for time, and I'm just like I can't I can't get rid of that I can't get rid of that I can't get rid of yeah. that since so it's a little bit long. So just you know, stop me whenever, and I'll probably stop it to comment. Uh, well, we a group of
3: left wing activists in Chicago is training itself for
0: war. It's called the Haymaker
3: Collective, and it says that Donald Trump's election. <laughs> is she doing like, sign language?
0: Yes. yeah She is. <laughs> So if you're if you're, watch, if you're listening to this, this is a hijab lady defending herself from someone gently grabbing her from behind and pausing for several seconds. And she's giving instructions in sign language and then does the hook move. She does more sign language. Check this out. Election has caused a surge oh, of fascist no, violence. No. Well, well a group
3: of left-wing time. activists in Chicago
0: is training <laughs> itself for war. It's called the Haymaker Collective. So if a guy attacks you and you need plenty of time to deliver sign language and protect your hijab, this is what I you do. I
4: think he was just going up behind her to pull her jo- her hijab. And he like pauses there for a second. Yeah.
0: Anyway, <laughs> it's already off to a great start. And it step. says
3: that Donald Trump's election has caused a surge of fascist violence in America. Nyla is really? a member of the Haymaker Collective and is a participant in the new Jim Project. It's not a real name, by the way, but a pseudonym <laughs> we were doing? given... Naila joins us tonight. Naila, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm here to take you seriously. You're starting a gym to prepare yourself for the coming war? For the conflict? What are you preparing yourself for?
6: The conflict has already been established. We've seen since 2016 there's been a 20% increase in hate crimes, both nationally and in the city of Chicago.
0: She'll really? she'll talk about the sources in a little bit. I'll wait to comment on is
6: that the Southern Poverty Law Center. That's is
0: one it? of them. And then the other source, I'm surprised that well, I'll wait till she talks about it. One of them is surprising to me.
6: We know that there are certain bodies that are vulnerable to attack, that there's been an increase in racism and xenophobia, and that we feel that it's necessary for us to learn self-defense skills.
3: Look, I'm for free association. I'm for gyms. I'm not, I guess, against this. I just sort of wonder if your concern isn't misplaced, I mean, Chicago is a really dangerous place. I think you've had about 2,000 shootings so far just this year. I don't think any of them are perpetrated by right-wingers that I know of or Trump supporters, any of them. Well,
6: according to statistics, we do have something to worry about. The Cato Institute records that the vast majority of violent extremism comes from white right-wing white nationalists. Oh, we also know come that, on. 80, that according to statistics, 80% of deadly terrorist sta- incidents that happen Stats within state. the United States are perpetuated by people who feel that other bodies, any different people, races and religions don't belong. Right. So.
0: Okay, wait, wait. the one thing I want to say is, tell me more about societies that don't think other races and religions don't belong, lady in a hijab. I know. Tell me right? more. <laughs> tell me more about tolerant societies, yeah. lady in a hijab. Tell And are me... you
4: really going to listen to a woman whose religion believes that they can lie to the infidel for their own personal benefit? Am I really supposed to believe what she says about, about these racial claims? Yeah. Nonsense. Nonsense. Yeah.
0: So she she goes off about these stats. Um, she does cite them. I think that's coming up next. So I'm, I'll speak to she it when she Cato already. Yeah, she says Cato, and then she says the Southern Poverty Law Center. In addition to like California State University or something.
6: When I think about the threats that I'm facing, those are made up. I'm, so I'm I
0: mean, I don't want to interrupt you, but those are totally made up statistics. You are
6: oh, welcome have... to look at the statistics. They're provided oh. by the Cato Institute. They're also right. provided by a California State University. I right. mean, oh. They oh. also have Done. a number of statistics you got, you got that me are provided right. by but
3: let me just ask you this. the Southern just, you know, Poverty
6: Law Center. Oh.
0: Okay. Look at so that we,
6: smug bitch. Look at her face right now.
0: Well, Tucker's the Southern
4: pretty, Poverty Law Center.
0: Tucker's <laughs> Tucker's also kind of a smug. He's kind of smug, but it's an endearing form. Yeah, it's a form a we dog. like. Yeah. yeah so, um so she cites the Cato Institute. And I did look this up. Indeed, the Cato Institute did tweet out and publish a report that says the majority of terrorist attacks in the US are from white right wingers. Now a few things to note about this. One, they count an instance as an instance. So San Bernardino would count with Dylan Roof as the exact same thing, even though the body counts were different, even though there's different levels of damage. Uh, inc- so wait, wait, it- that
4: statistic is not by fatalities.
0: It's not by fatalities. It's by incidents. And oh, come okay, on! And, and there are a few. There are a few other things to consider. One, uh, it's this classic. Uh, intellectual sleight of hand we we start counting on september 12th 2011 (laughs) oh well isn't that or 2001 not 2000 september 12th the day after 9 11 we we start counting then that's the day we start counting and the other intellectually dishonest part of this is i'm not saying it's not true that by incident that they're wrong in that time frame but you got to remember too white right-wing males that's a significantly large group of people compared to muslims who are one percent of the u.s population you're not adjusting you're not making a per capita figure you're not adjusting proportionally you're just saying there were more of this okay so you're talking about like one m&m in a giant bowl of white guy m&ms and then in the islamic bowl it's like you know 10 m&ms and one yeah, is is, yeah. A, is bad. I, I, those that's not exactly proportional, but you get what I'm saying. You would expect there to be more violent incidents from white men by virtue of the fact that there are more white men. You need to adjust these and make these per capita figures. to
4: And actually the compare. fatalities are necessary. You're going to be treated differently under the law if you are guilty of committing multiple murders. Like acting yes. like these are comparable is intellectually dishonest at yes. the very least.
0: Yes and i've i've talked about it a million times the southern poverty law center is not a good source for data okay they have their <laughs> the, so part of the data that she's referring to is collected from self-reported social media oh. and so- southern poverty law center's web form where you can report a hate crime on the southern poverty law center's website it's not reliable data sources southern poverty law Center is garbage oh and i also looked this up in chicago So Chicago police have indeed reported a rise in hate crimes 2016 from 2015. That is true. Here's what the Chicago Tribune has to say about it. A majority of the hate crimes reported in Chicago every year between 2012 and 2015 have targeted blacks and gay men, according to CPD data. Hate crimes against Hispanics, Arabs, and Muslims also occurred over that span, but were rare, police data show. She hasn't made the claim that it's uniquely Muslim, but she has said things like people who look like me. And she's kind of...
4: What the hell does that mean?
0: That's I mean, deliberately is, vague. Yeah, what I'm saying is she want she's implying that this is like an anti-Muslim hate crime thing. And they their instructional video is a hijabed lady. She's a hijabed lady. CPD data that she's talking about don't support her conclusion in Chicago specifically. Okay. <laughs> There's more. When people are Cuz I love I well this is what I love about what Tucker does is okay, so you care about this You care about these weird hate crimes that you can't give an example of. Why don't you care about all the The murders?
4: Right. Yeah.
0: And then the examples that she gives are where it really gets kind of funny. Like why she's worried about what she's worried about.
3: Shooting 2,000 people. Okay. Shot. And I don't think any of them were bias crimes against people like you, as you just put it. I don't think any of those were Trump supporters pulling the trigger. Carlton,
6: if you don't know, then I'm not going to sit here and give you statistics. But I.
0: Like Carlton Banks. Look
4: at his face.
0: Carlton if you don't know I'm not gonna Carlton if you don't know the support for my claims I'm not gonna tell you the support for my claims I mean these are just common knowledge Carlton I will tell like you that the are that are what making me afraid. It's no. When I take I the
6: actually. bus, no. Uh-huh. When I take the bus home alone, by myself on public transportation, I don't feel safe. Just May 26th in Portland on the light, bright, light rail, there were two black women who were approached and confronted by a white man who calls himself a patriot. Three other white men came to those two women's defense, and they were stabbed in the neck. I'm just saying happened. in the
3: city that you live Not in, because you happens. don't live in Portland, Oregon. You live in Chicago, Illinois. Do you Again. you want to chime in on that.
4: No, no, it's okay. Okay
3: and i made the point but you've had 2,000 shootings and none of them were by trump supporters but that doesn't bother you but a stabbing on a train in portland oregon is the reason you're afraid to ride the train in chicago it seems a little bit disassociated like if you were to go to the south side of chicago would you be worried about trump supporters down there uh,
6: uh, tucker already live on the south side number one number two i'm how many uh, trump supporters in your
0: neighborhood do you think you do buy that it might be a (laughs) lie
4: uh i don't know south side chicago is pretty fucking rough
0: that's what i'm saying she might not even live there
4: yeah, I I don't
0: know, I, w- I want confirmation, quite a few. I'm sure you can look it up. Okay. The
6: question for me again is not on the que- uh, people shooting me with guns. The question is incidents like Nabra Hassan and who was murdered while she was walking from her mosque in Washington, D.C. to a McDonald's for breakfast with a group of other teenagers
3: was she killed by a trump supporter that's not what happened either oh i thought she was killed by an illegal alien wasn't she
6: she she was killed by a man who decided to go after her with a oh yeah that was not a trump supporter
3: actually that was an illegal alien bad example i'm sure there are others now we're out of time unfortunately was great to talk to you i don't know why
0: well carlton (laughs) yeah so her examples are not great
4: Oh, that was really embarrassing. Why does anybody that's uh, against Tucker, why did they go on his show? It's just he's just going to slaughter you. you. It
0: must be money. It's got to be money. They got bills to pay at the Haymaker Collective. He's so consistent with it. I just don't know how else you get people to do this knowing that that's what's going to happen unless you pay them.
4: It's just every time I've never seen him falter in an interview with a leftist. It like invigorates him.
0: Yes. I mean, sometimes some have bothered me. Like I wasn't thrilled by the Bill Nye one. I wasn't thrilled by either of them sometimes sometimes refresh my you,
4: memory did we talk they about the they, they
0: went back and forth about global warming we didn't talk about it on the show but you can look up the the debate and i was frustrated by both parties in that case but uh yeah so her examples the the bernie bro crazy guy who stabbed people in the portland train that's why she's worried about right-wing trump supporters then yeah. i haven't i didn't look too much into this story but i did see the headlines and there was this Muslim girl disappeared from the streets and she was killed by, I don't even, I'm pretty sure that's correct that the story that she was talking about is the one that Tucker is describing, but I didn't verify it myself, but if it is the same story, yeah, an illegal immigrant basically abducted her and killed her. And it is interesting how that story was kind of swept under the rug. (laughs) Well,
4: what evidence was there that that it was racially motivated?
0: I don't know without, as far as I know, there wasn't any.
4: So, it was might, just a Muslim got killed, and she's saying that it was because she was walking home from the mosque. I mean, and it,
0: and in any case, it certainly was not a MAGA political motive that right. killed her. Yeah. That's
4: her best example. Those are her best two examples. Those are garbage. Yeah. And the Portland train guy, wasn't he almost certainly schizophrenic? He,
0: he, well, he certainly hated Trump. I mean, he doesn't fit the narrative. And, um, I mean, so the only was... two
4: examples that she have that she has are not Trump supporters, and
0: one explicitly anti-Trump. And, <sighs> and I'm not going to make assumptions about what the illegal immigrants' political I'm sure he wasn't or political yeah. allegiances were, but I'm guessing he's not very pro-Trump. Anyway, you can check out the whole interview. There's also more exchange about guns, and he tries to see if she's pro-guns for self-defense. It doesn't really go anywhere, so I cut it out. But it was interesting to see the it's exchange. Interesting, yeah. Okay, next up, it's, gonna, it's getting cringy on the next couple topics. So are we good on Super Chat or should we, we dive read, into yeah. them? Okay. This, um, as I said at the top of the show, this video was sent to me by probably a dozen people. A surprise cringe nomination. And uh, it definitely fits the bill, but it's but been a didn't I
4: tell you people no more stuff that's going to make me lose faith in humanity? The, Let's stick to cringe.
0: This is pretty bad. So to give the recap, this is on a channel called Cut Video, and this channel makes a series, I guess, that's called Parents Explain, and it's cutesy videos of parents explaining things to kids, and kids don't get it, kids ask questions, it's funny, it's cute. Until you introduce a a topic like masturbation, then it gets a little bit weird. So to be clear, as far as I understand, the parents explaining in this video are in fact the parents of the children who are depicted.
4: That's good at least. That's
0: that that, that makes it 1 degree less degenerate, <laughs> but it's still pretty degenerate. And at least it's
4: not like neighbors explain masturbation to their neighboring <laughs> creepy children. neighbors. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is that is one level lower that they didn't descend to. But this is getting hammered with dislikes right now. I think it's at about seventy five thousand dislikes. And the thing about this is, like, I'm not I'm not saying you shouldn't be able to make this, um, because I, I I don't think that this is as much as I hate this. I don't think it's some kind of unprotected speech of some kind. You should be able to make this, but. My problem with this is YouTube's double standard, too. The fact that this was trending, and I know these trends aren't organic. YouTube's trends are not organic. There is some serious degenerate bullshit that trends in their trending section that is not trending on its own. I've seen things in the trending section that have like 30,000 views. That's not trending.
4: Yeah, and I think, I've think i seen things go on trending, like uh, some Philly D episodes, and when they realize it's trending, he's immediately yes.
0: not trending anymore. <laughs> so, so I this, know
4: they manipulate it, yeah.
0: When this went up, it was at number seven on trending and this was just allowed to trend and of course and since it looks like it's been age restricted but it was not when it was first out it was not age restricted and my
4: god my head's gonna explode i don't
0: know if this is demonetized or not that's my big beef is oh well matt and blonde talk about politics demonetize but if we were if we had children or if we you know if i if, if we have some if some little kids come in and we talk to them about sexual topics, well, that's quite – Tropicana and Coca-Cola are quite all right with that. We'll advertise on that for you.
4: Oh, my God. And this is the same week that Teen Vogue also released an article about children understanding consent. And they released a tutorial, uh, like a pic- pictograph tutorial about how to have yeah. anal sex. Yeah. It's been a bad week for kids in the media.
0: God. So – Uh, And people have been... I've had a select few people defend this video, too. I'll speak to that after we actually roll it. There are a couple face-melting cringe moments in here, so just, you know, be prepared.
4: Okay, let's do it.
5: Today, we are going to be talking about masturbation. Masturbation? Masturbation. Masturbation. A guy might put some lotion on his hand, right? And he'll take his penis and, like... Hold it in his hand. Watch. Okay? Okay, Mom. <laughs> and then he might like, move his hand up and down like this. Where, Where would the penis go, Mom? <laughs> in the hand. <laughs> that's big, that's huge. It's not gonna fit. Well, they, they're creative, I guess. This is to simulate an erect penis, right? Yeah. Right. A hard penis. That's why you don't need a boy. You can get a penis
4: anywhere. <laughs> Your thoughts? Oh my god! Those kids are gonna be so screwed up. This is what happens when lesbian couples have children. They make them hate men. You don't need a man. You just need this dildo. Yeah. Oh my god. Exactly.
0: Talk about objectifying women. I mean, they rage if a if the husband if, if the dude and his son had uh, even jokingly said, "Hey, this is a flashlight, and you don't need women." The People feminist would rage. Freak
4: out about that that would be yet, every headline for the next week yet you can
0: objectify a man into a dildo being the equivalent <laughs> am i offended not i don't give a shit i really don't but the double standard is quite apparent
4: and the the people that were stopped on right now why does a little girl need to know about male masturbation why? i thought that
0: was a boy that's a little boy isn't it
4: oh it is
0: all oh, right now i'm now i'm not sure Here's another clip of him. So I I oh, thought it was oh. a boy.
4: Oh, sorry, I didn't way know. Way to
0: misgender, but I might be
5: wrong. Oh, wrong. okay.
4: Have you ever masturbated before?
5: No. Um, oh, it's definitely it's a boy. Okay I'm sorry if you do. We can tell oh, no. you Do you? No.
0: Do- <laughs>
5: <The> cameras everywhere.
0: If <laughs> okay, if you can't hear what he just said, what?
4: There are cameras, there are cameras everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: This that kid's probably eight, nine. Uh, I'm like sorry, that?
4: that kid was obviously a boy. I don't know what I was thinking. Whoops. Whoops.
0: There's more.
6: If you're in the mood and no one's around, do it. You can masturbate, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we're not buying you this for Christmas. <laughs> okay? Don't ask for that. And Santa
0: won't bring one. <laughs> Ads, revenue, promo, support—YouTube is all behind it.
4: I mean, at least they're not explaining, ex, you know, explicit sexual acts that involve like engaging somebody else. The, I mean, I at guess. least this is about masturbation.
0: Well, here's what bugged me: is I post this on Twitter and and I forget what I said, um, something calling this degeneracy, and I had a few people respond to me saying, "Well, what are you, some kind of prude who is anti-sex ed?" This is clearly educational. One, who the hell is this educating? And two, obviously, I'm in favor of parents educating their children as they see fit. If these conversations were behind closed doors, I don't have a problem with it. Exactly. You get to decide. It's,
4: the pub- it's publicizing it that I've got a real it, it, problem with. This
0: isn't posted to YouTube for the purpose of educating children or anyone. It's posted to YouTube for you sick fucks to watch it and get enjoyment out of it. Entertainment. That's why it's posted to YouTube. It is not posted to YouTube to get for anyone to get educated by it. And if it is education, it's very general, poor education. I don't, there's not a lot of value in that unless you've never heard of masturbation before.
5: Oh gosh.
0: Which I guess a child would be that case, but uh, I t- tell me how many parents out there anyway. If, if there's a parent out there who says, yeah, I want my child to learn about sex through YouTube. That's your decision, I guess. You're the parent, but I don't know many who would say that.
4: Oh, I feel sick. We're never gonna make it as a as a species. It's over. It's there's just it's over, yeah. man.
0: You, we should just give up.
4: Why do we even do this?
0: The,
4: we should just fall into a life of hedonism and give all this away. The, no more. The
0: fact that people seem to think, and again it's a small minority, but people seem to think that if you are a if you find this to be distasteful, that you must be some kind of Puritan or some kind of prude. No,
4: no, I just want children (laughs) to grow up without the weight of adulthood on their shoulders, which means that they have to be shielded from elements of sexuality, elements of violence. You just want your children to feel safe and to have that luxury of growing up without all of these adult things in their lives. It's really dysfunctional that we do this as a society and children, they can't handle this.
0: This kid is under the bright lights. As he says, there are cameras everywhere. And mom, I'm like, you're asking me if I masturbate. Are you serious right now? And
4: like socially that is going to be a destroyer for that kid. At least yeah, when I was comes growing out. up, hey,
0: yeah, little bo- hey, Bobby's got this video on YouTube. Check it out. I mean, that's His crazy bully feminist
4: fodder. mom, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Oh boy. I hope they oh, got boy. paid a lot.
0: I hope, you know, they can send him to a really safe private school with all the money that they got paid. Cuz he's going to need it.
4: Oh god. Mm. Ugh. 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 Gross.
0: That's that's all I have on that. That's all I have on that one. There's not much more to it than that. Uh, if you really want to check it out, I cut out probably two thirds of it. I, I well, saved now. only the, the worst parts, but that's it. Uh, you, the, I don't know what it is. I don't know who's in charge at YouTube and they've decided that this degenerate stuff is the stuff they should be promoing and that talking about politics generally in abstract terms even. Is uh, is too controversial.
4: I mean, I don't think that it's any coincidence that all of this stuff involving children is happening happening at the same time. Like this Teen Vogue thing, I think it's I think it's relevant. I think this is an attack on the nuclear family. Hmm. I mean, look at how many unconventional families there were in that discussion. Like the lesbian couple with two children, one of them is a ginger and one of them is multi ethnic. It's like how did this family? To it be created. fair,
0: there were some nuclear families in there that I cut out. The, one of the funny parts is, and I just I had to edit it out for time, but there's this one Asian kid and his dad, and this Asian kid knows, like, everything about sex. And his dad's <laughs> like, what the hell? How'd you know that? Um, on the internet. <laughs> I mean, it was one of the more innocent and I think kind of sort of appealing parts of this video. But again, just in concept, in the premise, I don't think children should be put on display for this type of entertainment
4: no no this is like pedophile fodder too
0: it's weird it's just weird so oh. it, it's so bizarre to me that youtube has to make this case to its advertisers look guaranteed your video your ad's not going to appear on some obscure 10 view video of a right. guy using the n-word but 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 the stuff we're propping up this the content that we're going to use to attract advertisers to say this is the platform on which you want to find customers on which you want to advertise your product. I don't blame YouTube for not being able to control everything because it's such a large, almost ungovernable format. But it's not I, like will they try, blame, though. I will blame you for what you prop up. You know, what you miss is one thing. What you miss in the chaos is one thing. What you prop up is a deliberate decision, and they're propping this crap up with the refugee thing, with the LGBT propaganda. And again, I'll say it yeah, every time. But people time. aren't buying not, it. Yeah, I know they're not. And everyone hates on it. And that's what's so interesting is gay marriage, for example, has never been more popular. And I've said many times, I'm someone who supports marriage equality. Yet their LGBT propaganda video is going to get hammered with dislikes from people like me. We're like, I I support the general concept of what you want to see. I don't support this propaganda message and throwing it in my face and shaming me for I not mean- being...
4: I can't be the only person that used to agree with gay marriage, but in light of recent events in the gay community, I'm not really sure anymore.
0: Well, and, but the question becomes to what degree is YouTube spotlight representative of them? I personally have many gay friends who say, this is not, I don't like this. this I'm being hijacked for this propagandistic purpose. It, it All we want is just to be, otherwise in, invisible members of society. And what I mean by that is not invisible. Like nobody cares. Like that part of your right. life is invisible. That's not what defines you. You're, you're just a regular person who happens to be gay. That's what most of the gay people that I know want.
4: That, that's like none of the gay people that I know that their well, gayness well, is a, you're yeah, but, but I, I mean, you know, it's as anecdotal for you as it is for me, but most yeah, of the gay yeah. people that I know being gay is the, is the primary part of their identity that they show off the most. Well, it's then the they're focal not my point friends. Of their <laughs> they're
0: not my friends. Cause anyone who shoves that stuff in your face like that is annoying. And it doesn't matter whether it's being gay or rollerblading. You can go rollerblade Shh. if you want. You can be gay if you want. I just don't it shove it in my face. It
4: always comes back to rollerblading.
0: It's exact. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> My opinion about rollerblading is the same as my opinion about gay marriage. You should have legal equality. You should be able to do what you want, but you don't get to come into my house and tell me that I must like rollerblading. No, I think it sucks. Now, I don't think gay marriage sucks, but I'm just saying, you're not entitled to my opinion. And that's where people get pissed, is when you try to claim that you're entitled, try to hijack other people's freedom of thought, hijack their opinions. You can't do it.
4: That's true. That's true. um, I've got a... I've got to recharge before this next surprise cringe, I think.
0: Okay. So we take a super chat break or what should we do?
4: Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's see that. Um, we have Starscream 1540 left to say ban nuclear weapons, ban nuclear power, ban nuclear families. Yes, they sure do. <laughs> um, Joshua D. Marshall $5 can't cuck the tuck. Yeah. I've been, I like binge watch Tucker Carlson today after I watched that first vid. Yeah. Um, Stan $2. Let's have the vid of blonde having this discussion, which discussion?
0: I think he means that, I think he's referring to like a, uh, if you were to have a child, a discussion with a child about masturbation, I think, I think that's what he means.
4: I mean, I'd imagine that it would go, it would be awkward and it would probably go like some of these did, but I would just never publicize such a thing because that's an insane thing to do to a child. Yeah. Kids are, I remember being intensely embarrassed by talking about things like this when I was a child. Like, I can't even imagine what it would be like being videotaped. Yeah. Um,
0: Do do you remember just the awkwardness of being a teen and and like kind of just figuring some of this stuff out too? Obviously your parents or whoever raises you explains it to you, but it's never a hundred percent clear until you actually experience these things. And when it's all new to you and the weirdness of your body changing and you feel like a freak kind of to have that embarrassment broadcast to the world. is— Have you
4: ever masturbated? Yeah. Kids like mom, I hate you and I'm going to have to go to therapy for the rest of my life. Thanks a lot. Yeah, exactly. Then we have Rafael Salvador, uh, $10. The worst part of this interview is that she insists on a pseudonym, yet shows her face on national TV. What a narcissistic bitch. Is that the Tucker Muslim Yeah, she went
0: by the pseudonym Nyla.
4: Oh, that's not her name? Yeah, he says.
0: He says that's not a real name. It's just a pseudonym that she gave us.
4: Shows your face. I uh, Whatever. Uh, Stanigan, $5 blonde. Just make sure when you go for her, her job, give her some time to get in correct defensive position. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. He really just waited there for a little That's
1: while.
0: That's the courteous thing to do.
4: <laughs> uh, then we have friend of the show, Dan Irish, $5. This was made for pedos wanting jerk off material. Uh, that actually occurred to me too. I'm like, this is kind of fodder. I just, I, they said fodder for pedophiles. I would You're like right. to be
0: in the room, the production meeting where this was, uh, this was decided. I would like to hear.
4: In any of these meetings, there's not one person that's like, this is going to be downvoted out the ass. Don't do this. People are going to hate this.
0: Yeah. Well, whenever people ask about starting a YouTube channel and things like that, different pieces of advice, basically the one thing I always say is as long as you enjoy doing it and as long as you're making material that you yourself would want to watch, that's basically the standard of what you should be producing. Would I want to watch what I'm making? And if yes, then you're in a good spot. Now, if those people applied that standard, if they all thought there and said, if they all sat there and thought, I would want to watch this video, then I think they're kind of sick. I, I really do. I, I don't, I would never if that explained to me in concept. Would you like to have a bunch of children? Would you like to watch them get these concepts explained to them? No! With physical props, by the way. I mean, that's the other underrated part of this. They have the toys out and on full display. <sighs>
4: Oh, God, I give up. No more stuff that's going to make me lose faith in humanity. I told you. I told There's you another all.
0: One coming up. I don't know if it'll <sighs> make you lose faith in humanity. Can't be worse but... than
4: that. God. Uh, then we have Josh D. Marshall, $5. All my faith in humanity has been vanquished. Well done, you. <laughs> that's yeah, what the show you, does. Yeah. <laughs> Selrin, uh, $2. Faith in humanity, minus one. Yep. <laughs> uh, Gabriel Lopez, $10. I disagree. Please, parents, let your kids figure out masturbation for themselves. This is cringe as fuck. If you find your dumb kid jacking off in public, then sure, talk to them. Andy's a faggot. <laughs>
0: okay, well, I I I think there's some debate there, but again, anytime it's a matter of parental education of that parent's child, I'll defer to it. I'm not going to go into your home and tell you how to educate your child. I'm just not going to.
4: Right, do it. but you know, don't put it on the internet.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. So, um,
4: Rafael Salvador, again, thank you. Uh, I think this is five bucks. We should have voted Hillary, and at least we would have been ash as fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well there was um I forgot there was Shit. a comment on this I forgot to screen capture it. That's what I forgot to pull off Twitter. There was a comment on this video, one of the most upvoted comments. We fought on the wrong side in World War II. <laughs> similar theme, similar theme. Oh
4: boy. People are people feel hopeless when they see things like this because they're like the next generation's being raised by a yeah. bunch of idiots. Yeah. Geez. Um, then we have Mithrin again, five dollars. I think YouTube just exploded. Lots of channels not showing videos, FYI. Mountain hmm. Blonde, all of your videos are not are not showing. Seems to be YouTube wide.
0: Oh. Uh, yeah, YouTube has some technical things hiccups that happen from time to time. So I wouldn't I wouldn't freak out about it. Uh, it's not like these things are backed up on so many servers. I mean,
4: that's true. Yeah,
0: you're not going to lose. They're not going to lose data
4: um david howard two dollars blonde at least watch sugar tits upload on this um okay oh, yeah, she I will. did I post today i
0: haven't checked it out about yeah. the
4: masturbation video
0: yeah i'm sure she probably did a good job i would that'll be sugar. an interesting uh, contrast you have a, a one level face melting cringe and then you have it juxtaposed with sugar tits sweet soothing voice she so really be, has, she should that, do
4: asmr i keep telling yeah. her it's like, like a
0: spicy food and milk combination you know, <laughs> they really counter each other really well
4: uh last one big red doggy five dollars i don't understand what is wrong with people that is all
0: pretty much yeah one to end on pretty much let's uh okay so it is it is surprise cringe time I've learned from past Surprise Cringe. I really can't introduce them. I just have to say this is Surprise Cringe. It's from listener Marcus. I got it in my email inbox. I'm not sure uh, if this is the same Marcus who did the Coors Light artwork of me or not. They were both named Marcus, so they might be the same person or two different Marcuses. In any case, it's a good night for Marcuses tonight because I really appreciated this contribution. So this is, well, this is Surprise Cringe. So this is "Goodnight, Alt-Right by the band Stray From The Path. Pay attention to the video depiction of what's going on. Uh, They show the band playing. Then the sort of side plot that's developing amid the music video. Man in a Red Hat, presumably. It's not explicitly a MAGA hat, but we can assume that was a deliberate choice. And um, some people who don't like MAGA hats following him to his residence. And then we'll see some things inside his residence that are implicating... And uh, justice served uh, in the eyes of this band to this particular individual for the crime of having decorations in his own house that are unacceptable. That's the general plot premise that we're going with. It gets pretty disgusting by the end. Frankly, pretty disgusting. 77
5: since 88. Had to look my because I couldn't believe the date. 2017 in a 40s trend. With a racist president that's making damage. Fucking okay, all the streets and the streets, but the triple K. You want the peace? Now that one fly here, this is complete to pushing you back 300 years. Fuck you too, and appreciate that if you appreciate, then it's best. You just got knocked the fuck out. The punishment fits the crowd. Look at the inside of his house. Yes, okay!
0: you think Look at this. Look okay. at this. Look at this. This is how you know this is fake. Nobody. <laughs> nobody has a giant richard spencer poster nobody has that come on not even richard spencer's mom has that a photo of richard spencer that large on display in her house i bet
4: <laughs> you richard spencer has a photo of richard spencer <laughs> yeah. that large okay on maybe <laughs>
0: richard spencer himself but this is just <sighs> the construction of this set must have been hilarious oh anyway a little bit more <laughs> And subtitle. I'll give him something he can't take off.
4: That was not nearly as badass as those guys thought it was.
0: No, and uh, one way you judge that is by the YouTube reception. So this is again heavily disliked. Something like thirty-one thousand dislikes. Last I checked this afternoon, uh, not being well received, even amid. I don't know much about the metalcore scene, the people who enjoy this kind of music. I have heard people say, I used to like this band, actually. People I know.
4: What band um, is this?
0: It's called Stray From The Path. I've never heard of them. But apparently I have some friends who thought their music was generally all right. But then they go and do this. I mean, even if you... there's, I'm sure there's a large part of their listenership that doesn't like Trump and hates the alt-right or whatever. But this, like, I'm... This premise of I'm going to break into your home and examine it for the proper decorations, and if it doesn't fit what I deem I'm acceptable, gonna we're going to
4: beat your ass, yeah, point a gun at you. you, and then tattoo a swastika on your forehead.
0: Yeah, that's um, uh, that's just full on embracing Antifa garbage. I mean, even a level beyond Antifa. But the figures that they showed in there are clearly supposed to be Antifa inspired. I mean, this is an Antifa endorsed or an endorsement of Antifa that we're well, witnessing.
4: Let me give you the future if Antifa decides to break into actual neo Nazis houses that are probably (laughs) aren't they will all just get blown away once they break in because I guarantee as far as prepping is concerned, actual neo-Nazis are like ready for any threats.
0: I would like to see the realistic depiction. Yes.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I know. Where the guy busts in and then he's, you know, immediately disabled and and shot in the head and then the guy the the Nazi um, gets off.
0: I was going to read some of the lyrics cuz I don't I don't know if you're able to hear them. It's kind of hard in the screamy voice. But the chorus is you just got knocked the fuck out. The punishment fits the crime. So keep your head held high and you'll find out why that this raised fist ain't afraid to fly.
4: That's super uh, gay. Oh yeah, man.
0: There's a whole verse about how we're going back 300 years. Um, with a racist president who wants to make America again, all the all the streets and screens popping up triple K's. Where, where is the KKK popping up everywhere? We're pushing yeah. it back through years, eye for an eye. Uh, they're trying to censor that they're the fucking oppressor. All you say is that it's wrong, and they're swinging it when they're swinging at Spencer. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then um, the the sort of pre-chorus that they that they repeat, and what bothers me the most about the lyrics, in addition to the fact that they're just shit, is this line if you preach hate then expect hate that is repeated throughout this and that just gets at really? the yeah it gets at the worst possible theme that we've been seeing repeated over and over again which is if you have a certain set of ideas that are deemed unacceptable uh, violence will be justified against you that is they what have to
4: realize that at some point that same standard is going to be applied to them i mean they do realize that that's why they're doing these retarded anti-fags they know yeah. that they can't constantly threaten violence and expect no violence in return. And people that are good with weapons are going to, are going to win this one. I, they're retarded to do this. Even though it's
0: a complete straw man. I laugh at the Nazi posters and the Nazi, the Richard Spencer poster in his room. Let's say that this straw man was a, and was a real guy and not a caricature. It is still a repulsive concept. I don't care what's in your home. I don't Neither care do I. what you have, on, what posters you have. I don't care how God awful and degenerate they are. It is not my role to enter your home and tell you it's wrong. And of course it's not my role to kidnap you and impose myself violently upon you. And they would right. probably say, well, we're exaggerating something for effect. But the whole point is it's it's bunk in premise. It doesn't need, even if you take it to its more reasonable conclusion, which is I should be able to impose my vision of morality upon you and I should be able to tell you that what's in your home is unacceptable. No, that's not, a, that's not an acceptable premise. Right. That's you, you don't you're not entitled to this guy's house. You can put up weird Richard Spencer posters if he wants and you don't get to tell him no. And you certainly don't get to tell him no at the barrel of a shotgun.
4: Yep. Yep.
0: That was it. I, I don't think that reached the cringe levels of the previous ones, but I think it fit the bill. It's a different flavor. And that's kind of what I want is a different flavor. Yeah. Of well, I had read time.
4: about it, um, but I, oh. hadn't, I hadn't watched it. And so.
0: OK, well, it was still we, we had two. there were so many thumbnails
4: there. of that guy out with it, the veins popping out of his neck. And yeah. I was like, hmm, I wonder if this is going to be the surprise cringe. I actually thought that.
0: <laughs> so we had two half surprises. That, that, makes, <laughs> yeah. a, that makes that a makes
4: hole. one full surprise. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh,
0: OK, I do have one backup topic if you're interested or, you know, I don't know what, how, what the super super chat situation is right now.
4: Uh, we're pretty much caught up.
0: OK. Do you want to talk about this cop? this cop funeral we haven't talked about this Why not? issue at all so i brought it back up because there have been additional developments in this story there was this cop slain in cold blood in um new york city it's very similar to what happened uh back in 2014 with those two cops who were just killed in an nypd cruiser just no reason just targeted police assassinations um and this is very similar so this was july 5th this is new york uh, NYPD officer, uh, what's her, uh, Myos, Myosotis Familia. She was My killed. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah. She was killed in cold blood by this guy. She had three kids and she had an elderly mom at home. At home, uh, She was working the midnight shift and her family said she had recently applied to change her shift like three weeks ago. She was still on the midnight shift and this cop-hating assassin guy comes up to her car where she's sitting in the Bronx that has long been plagued by gang violence, and he just kills her. He just kills her. No reason. No reason it's her specifically. No problem with with this particular officer, just the police in general. This guy had been on uh, posting on social media uh, threats to cops generally, and he was killed by the police immediately after killing her. Now, why this is resurfacing 10 days later is because a lot of the memorial surf- services are being done for this officer. Her funeral was just held. The NYPD has been doing kind of public memorial demonstrations for her uh one of them was in this this particular neighborhood of the bronx where this team that you see pictured here was blasting out the window at the cops fuck the police by nwa and did this repeatedly and loudly until 20 cops visited the apartment (laughs) and um and told this person to turn it off now what happened though is is well beyond that the the owner this person was living in a friend's apartment and with his sister i think but basically the complaints were so numerous that the they got to the superintendent or the person who manages this property and the person got this kid kicked out of the apartment for doing this uh and the kids the kids of course uh i don't give a fuck I already have an apartment, uh, she said. Oh, this is the sister. I don't give a fuck. I already have an apartment. So you don't care at all, I guess. It doesn't really matter. Um, the the guy who got kicked out, the one who's doing, playing this, fuck the police, at the, at the police, said um, that his brother and friend had been killed by the NYPD, but the New York Post can't verify the claims based on the names that he provided. But, uh, I mean, the story is tragic enough as it already existed, but what level of, of hatred and indoctrination do you have to have to stoop to this level of, of disrespect
4: a or, lifetime of it from a single mother.
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I can't, um, this is a, so this is, this is a lo- long time ago when I was in high school, I, my definition of the word hate was the question of, would you laugh at that person's funeral? If you would laugh at their funeral, that is true hate. And I, and I've, I always kind of thought, well, I don't really hate anybody because I wouldn't laugh at anybody's funeral generally. This is the equivalent of laughing at the funeral. It's a big middle finger to the funeral. And to me, that's like, that's the, the most, the highest level of hatred that I can conceive is looking at someone who is dead and saying, ha, 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 or I'm, I, publicly saying, I'm glad, not just privately thinking it. Right. But publicly saying good and and making sure that all the people who are there mourning see you saying good, I'm glad. That is a height of hatred that, uh, yeah,
4: yeah. I that, mean, man, it's
0: hard to even think about.
4: I guess I kind of felt like that when Fidel Castro died. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it, it's also easier. Um, with... and Ted
4: Kennedy, I also felt like that. <laughs>
0: You'd laugh at Ted Kennedy's funeral.
4: He allowed a woman to, like, die and drown trying to claw her way out of the back of his car.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I don't
4: give a shit that that guy's you know, rotting in the ground. I don't care. Well, do you
0: hate him enough to actually go to the Kennedys and, and do this, do something like what this kid did? I no, mean, but I'd
4: I laugh from afar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying this, this level of hatred where you actually laugh in the presence of the people that are mourning.
4: Yeah. It's incredibly disrespectful,
0: it, but I'm telling it, it, you
4: it's a lifetime of indoctrination from schools and from parents.
0: Yeah, I you, you I don't understand. I, I can't wrap my, my mind around it. I can't understand it because it's just a, such a foreign concept to me. I've never had a hatred of somebody or something indoctrinated into me at that level, yeah. especially someone I don't know. Now, right. maybe maybe his sister or her brother, whatever he says, was killed by the cops, although that's unver- unverified. Even if that's true, though, that you would celebrate the death of an uninvolved officer.
4: Right. I don't know
0: hashtag not all right hashtag not all i thought that was sure some cops are bad but it's not part of the cop belief system
4: that only applies to
0: perversion
4: yeah <laughs> the not all hashtag
0: so uh i do think i i hadn't seen a lot of coverage of this story i i do hope the best for her family it seems incredibly sad that an elderly mo- uh, mother you know and stages of life has to watch her mother uh, the mother of her grandchildren her, her daughter go down this way that these children are going to grow up without their mom uh just because of someone's indoctrinated hatred i don't know i, I can't think of much more tragic than that uh, 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 of course compounded by the fact that there are people doing the whole nelson months at the at the memorial services <laughs> yeah okay real cool
4: God, that's all. I'm emotionally exhausted, NASCAG. Thanks a lot. <laughs>
0: <sighs> that's all I got. So we can round out Super Chat and close it out.
4: Sure. Sorry, my dad's calling me over and over, telling me that I need to go to the urgent care for these.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, do you want to share your spider bites or should we? Well,
4: I'll, I'll show people, but. I'm going to
0: get superpowers. Move I am. A I already moved it a little in closer to, There you go.
4: You guys see that? Um. So I woke up with these two spider bites the other day and, like, they started to get a little better. I went to the urgent care They gave me some some um, antibiotics. And then I woke up this morning and my right arm's numb and it's kind of been numb all day. And I've been texting my dad and then he just texted me back during the show. He's like, you need to go to the urgent care right now. Yeah. <laughs> he left two voicemails within five minutes. So I guess, sorry,
0: blondes dad, the show must go on. <laughs> I don't care about game of Thrones. I don't care about spider bites.
4: I have superpowers now though. Yeah. Um. So let's blow through these. Christopher. Shiraga. There you go. There it is. Uh, $2 carry a gun on the narrow path. Thank you for the donation. Joshua D. Marshall, $5. I have nothing intelligent to say. The video killed my brain cell. I know. <laughs> it voluntarily left.
0: It, yeah. it was a voluntary evacuation.
4: Quantum Football, $5. What are your views on redhead supremacy? That's not a thing. It's not a thing, right?
0: No one holds that belief.
4: Nobody. Yeah. <laughs>
0: not even redheads. I don't know. I, I, I can't tell if... I, I, I give it the fry squinty face. Not yeah. sure if serious or not. If you are serious, go ahead and email us, and we will take the question... <laughs> In a serious setting on on Wednesday where we can elaborate more fully.
4: Yeah, I've never heard of this before. Um, Scott Malabi, $5. These people are commies. What do you expect? That's true. Maybe our expectations for humanity are just too high. We should just have no faith, and then everything will be a pleasant surprise. Um, Stan, $5. Thanks, as always, for a great show. Love you, Rebecca. For the help you gave me, nothing to share there yet, you'll know. Uh, Stan's trying out Match.com, which is... oh. Where I is met that, my man. My is he cool with husband, you revealing
0: so. that? <laughs> is yeah, that I not so, private? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah,
4: that's okay. I think we talked about it on. Well, that's good. Uh, DKJ Speck, a garbage human, $2. What about George Soros's funeral though? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go all to, to saying, it and laugh.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying that is my standard of hatred. Cause that's like the height. That's my, that's the way I conceive the height of dislike for someone is that yeah. you would laugh in that context. I'm not saying you can't ever get to that point. I'm just saying something's got to be, they got to be, they have to have done something really damn bad, yeah, <laughs> for, really bad. for that to be and the case. And deeply personal. Yeah.
4: Um, oh, and then last one, decades, $2 go to the urgent care. I know I'm going, yeah. going people. And that's the last one we're caught up.
0: Okay. Well, it's we survived cringe, uh, cringe mania once more somehow. Um, appreciate everyone in the super chat supporting the show and um everyone uh, watching live despite game of thrones everyone commenting live and uh of course uh sticking with us planning shows on the fly i hope i i hope dave will come back so we'll, hopefully we'll have dave next week and that'll be really great or one of the following weeks uh, if you're watching later on demand and you did watch Game of Thrones and you come back to us, thank you as well. We appreciate you supporting the show. Or if you're listening later on the audio platforms, there is more of the show on those audio platforms. The call-in shows up there, extra interviews we've done on other channels, those sorts of things. iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever you find your your audio podcast, you can find us. And SoundCloud is going to live. There was speculation that it was going to die this week, oh. but it's going to stick around. All right. You can also email us, beautyandthebeta at gmail. Dot com. We take your questions, requests, or suggestions there. We will be back next Sunday because if it's Sunday, sorry Chuck Todd, nobody wants your news blue balls. <laughs> it is. So it's not Meet the Press, I should say. It is Beauty and the Beta. We'll see you next Sunday.